0: They were good. They won like six straight Super Bowls.
1: They never won a Super Bowl. Bowl.
0: Prior to the sale, they never won a Super Bowl is what you're saying. No, no, they didn't win any
2: Super Bowls. They won World Championships.
3: It was championship, bud. Okay. so it was pre-Super you know I, oh pre Super Bowl era. Pre, yeah.
0: You want to check me on that one
3: again, bud? <laughs> pre, pre
2: Super Bowl I didn't era. Say
0: world championships.
2: It was pre Super Bowl era. I know, but
0: the but Super Bowl, bud. I understand, but it is the equivalent of the Super Bowl.
2: This is like a Notre Dame fan hyping up all their national championships. Yeah, the when they, when they all won when everybody else was fighting World Wars. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: this this is different because we're talking Jim Brown.
1: So close, can't deny
3: Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season two, episode four of Columbus Uncut. Columbus Uncut, where Caleb and I bring you current events, sports, beer, guests, and all things Columbus, Ohio, unfiltered and uncut. As usual, we're here today with myself, Sean, and my co-host, Caleb, and we also have our special guest, Caleb's friend, Oren, with us tonight. So, looking forward to this episode. How are you guys doing?
0: Good, man. I, well, I've called him Oren for forever, but real name justin i mean what do you want us to call you tonight you can go
2: by orin okay. or fine
0: all right that's good where's
3: is that your last name it is my last name. okay yeah, yeah that's like a military thing i can get along with that so
2: okay. that i mean you can go by j money too that's also my token name but that's all right
3: j money
2: well, i'm down with that sean likes to go by brawl sack so <laughs> so i mean
0: yeah it's whatever my j last money. name's
3: brawley and i go by brawl sack on the side so that's
2: where we can go with orin though we can we can stick with orin okay
3: all right. Well, now that we got the intros out of the way, um, well, real quick, how do you guys know each other?
0: Uh, So I'll give a slight overview here. So uh, Oren and I went to, well, I went to a school for one year, Oren went there the entire time called Grace College in Winona Lake, Indiana, and uh, we met because we worked for the sports information department together, so we had to do stats for basketball soccer softball baseball uh pretty much any sporting thing you can think of and uh i would say we were you know somewhat tight when it first started but then we took a trip uh me Orrin, and a couple other guys to go watch our basketball team in branson missouri uh in the naia uh, national basketball tournament and we had to be in the car together for its like 20 hours <laughs> a, a long time and uh in that trip that was like three four days long i think we became even tighter because we had we have the same uh infatuation for lebron and our other not (laughs) true
1: not true at all
0: (laughs) exactly but uh um the other guys that we worked with uh were also huge sports nuts as well and so we just had like some of the best conversations about all sports things and listening to uh uh Africa by Toto with Cope
2: in the car and yep. Newhart. heart oh, we just had a blast but no that's definitely true i would say if if podcasts were invented back then it would have been a hilarious 20 hour podcast to record straight which is some of the conversations that we well, had so
3: i'm kind of curious cuz Indiana is not that far from Missouri, so <laughs> were they just taking you through like all the backroads? What what was going on here?
0: I mean, it's it where we went to school in Winona Lake is the top corner, almost in Michigan. Yeah. So, so then we I, had to travel the whole state of Indiana down, and then and it was I think it was eight
2: hours. Uh, yeah, it might not have been. Tw- I mean, it was twenty probably there and back. If I was do all say, those stops, in total because we also had to stop and do a couple other things, so. And then also during it was weird because wasn't that that was when the tornado hit? Yeah, well we so also we stopped. got there like when a tornado hit, so we actually had to like take a break. So it was kind of like a it's probably only about eight to twelve hours. But, it's a nine hour and twenty three minute yeah. drive. But I think it took us longer because of the tornado, so we had to like work around because of all the construction. And right. Stuff, so yeah, it was how it was many
3: hours of that were you traveling down the classic Route sixty nine in Indiana? Any?
0: According to this, never. One well, so Route I- 69 is on the I- other 70. side of Indiana. Yeah, it was on the
2: other side of Indiana. You take 69 if you're going to go there, but not on the way uh, to like
3: to Missouri. Classic. Classic route. One of my favorite routes in Indiana.
0: But after that trip uh, to Branson, then when we got back to school, then uh, we played a ton of pickup basketball together. I mean, it felt like almost every night it was like, all right, let's go, let's go, and intramurals that we played. And then we had a ton of, like, FIFA 2K playing over at your guys' house, yeah. uh, which was right by what the R Pack would be at Ohio State, the rec center base. I forget what it was called at Grace, whatever the – Comparable, huh? Comparable, huh? Yeah. I don't remember. But anyway, so that's – and now uh, Oren moved back to Ohio, obviously, afterward. Uh, and obviously I've been here because I went straight to Ohio State. So we just kept in touch and played golf together a couple times and had a couple of beers, you know, just hanging out, you know?
3: Okay, there we go. So before we get into the episode, we're going to do our classic uh, spiel here. Make sure you follow us on social media. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Columbus underscore uncut. You can join our discord where you can give us recommendations to go do food reviews and beer reviews. And you can also buy Columbus uncut merch on our teespring. You can find all of these on our link tree, which will be linked in the show notes, which is basically like a website for the podcast. So I encourage you to check those out. Give us a like, give us a follow and by all means buy some merch. It goes directly to the podcast and really contributes to the equipment that we have here. So with that, we'll get into the overview for the show. So pretty typical show here. We'll have our beer segment where we're going over Sonder Brewing Voss, which thanks to our buddy John, who was on our last episode, which we haven't posted yet. It's going to be coming out here soon. Um, so keep an eye out for that. It's a, a pretty good episode where we actually interviewed Jimmy Clark, who is the brewmaster at somewhere in particular brewing so that one will be coming out pretty soon just in the uh post uh post production process so had some stuff going on this week didn't get the post production done that'll be coming out next week sometime um probably after this episode but it's a it's not a time-bound episode so keep an eye out for that one for sure um for our food segment we'll be going over two places this week so a little special uh Double dip we got. Got Naughty Pine and Tommy's Diner this week that we'll be going over. We'll have a sports segment. So Oren is a pretty big sports guy here. So we'll have a couple sports conversations. Uh, Sure, sure. we'll have plenty to say about all the uh, sports going on in the area and nationally, I'm sure. Um, And then lastly, we'll close it out with Caleb's uh special here the great debate where he's going to put me and uh Oren against each other in some some debates. Hopefully we disagree on some things otherwise it's going to be a pretty lame segment.
0: Well, I I told Oren a little bit ago or I don't know if maybe I told you Sean uh if you guys happen to agree on these we're just skipping it and I have like a reserve 10 other right. ones to make sure that we're getting in an argument before the turnover. So
3: There we go. All right, so I will toss it over to Caleb as I've been talking for a while now, and let him take over the beer segment.
0: Time for the beer segment. I'm gonna click the jazz button all by myself here. All right, so today we are drinking Sonder Brewing Co.'s uh, Voss. So we're gonna go ahead and crack this bad boy. Just. Worded mine all over the place. Um, That's what she said. (laughs) Exactly. Sonder Brewing uh, Voss is a Kolsch. It's 4.8% alcohol. Uh, A clean, crisp, and refreshing uh, German-style Kolsch. Light golden color with a noble hop character and slight floral aroma. Now, I'm not going to lie. I literally just copied that straight off the website because... I know you didn't write that poetry. I was going to say, I'm not that good with words, but (laughs) what Beer Advocate had on their website was not as cool as that. So that's why I threw that on there. Um, One thing I thought was kind of cool about this particular beer, which kind of leads into my facts about the beer and facts about the brewery, Um, sonder is an actual word, which... It's in the dictionary. uh. And the definition of it is the real the realization that each person is uniquely crafted. So Sonder Brewing uniquely crafted beers is kind of what they were going for. Wow. So I thought that was kind of cool that they kind of incorporated that in their name. You don't find uh, too many that use a dictionary word. Honestly. You know? Like we have Land Grant and Noctara and all those places. It's like... I'd like to see that u- word used in a sentence.
3: I don't. How I'm, do you sound like?
0: I'm a sonder.
3: No, no right? I don't Is that, that how you? That's
2: would, it. I don't think. No, that, it's a
3: realization. So it's like. Jenny looked up at the stars and uh, really started to sonder. Is it a verb or a noun? I mean
0: it literally just says the realization that each person is uniquely crafted. So it's about a person not the stars. That's like me saying No, it's a
2: realization though. I know, but that each person is uniquely but, crafted. Yeah, yeah, but if she was looking up into the stars like she realized, "Oh, I'm that unique." She, right. Like I'm realizing she is unique. Yeah. I think that's She's
3: the thing. uniquely crafted like all of those individual stars in the
2: sky. Deep thinker over I, here. See, Deep I, thinker. I, over I here.
0: get that now,
2: but at first I
0: was about to say that was as dumb as me saying it's a word in the dictionary. I don't know why I said.
2: I think he's just above our level. He's just yeah. a deeper thinker. Harvard, Not yet.
0: Harvard graduate over yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. A K O U. That's right, intellectual. Um, this brewery is located in Mason, Ohio, which is down near Cincinnati. They have a fifteen thousand two hundred square foot building with a thirty barrel brew house. So, um. Nobody's listened to the episode from last week yet uh, that we had with Jimmy Clark at somewhere in particular brewing, but he had uh, four fermenters and what? What did he say? One regular tank? <laughs> don't ask me, <laughs> yeah, bud. Yeah, it, you guys don't remember? It,
1: no, oh, we remember.
0: Man. It just got a little bit foggy at certain points, but yeah. So if you think about his operation with four fermenters and potentially one other barrel. They have 30. Um their uh brewing is led by a man named Chase Legler who has uh 20 years of brewing experience. So he's been around the block. He knows what he's doing. Um The Legend of Legler. That's right, exactly. Now, I'm going to quickly switch over to uh their website here because I didn't want to type all this out, but they've won actually quite a few uh, awards. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so, I'm going to get that logged in right here so I can tell you guys. they. So, in past episodes, um, we've discussed that some breweries ha- have won, like, silver medals at Ohio Brew Fests and, you know, all these different things. And these guys, they had a bunch on here about, like, business of the year in Mason, Ohio. Like, not, I mean, not that their beers aren't good because they have a bunch of beer awards too, but I noticed here at the very bottom... Um, yeah, Mason Deerfield Chamber Business of the Year. They won that in 2019. Um, craft Beer and Brewing Review, a magazine. Their rally cap lager got a 91 out of 100 rating, which is pretty good. Wow. Um, let's see here. Uh, their French 75 barrel-aged sour uh, got gold at a U.S. Open and a bronze at the Great American Beer Festival.
3: At the U.S. Open, huh?
0: That was in 2021 when they uh, got these awards. It literally says U.S. Open, kind of like a so golf like tournament. So like the tennis,
3: like tennis too. I- I'll say it could be tennis, right? Is, yeah.
2: Yeah. is the U.S. Open is that normally th- that moves around for tennis too, right? Because it was in New York recently or something.
0: Yeah, and I think they've held it maybe in Cincinnati. i say Cincinnati has a big they like that tennis huge tournament. One right yeah, by Kings yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have a huge tennis tournament down there. Um. So gold and bronze there. Uh their Illuminati double oaked barrel aged stout got silver at a US Open in twenty twenty one. Um their barrel aged Black Forest Auto tiramisu stout got bronze at the same US Open, and their Blanc Belgian style wheat ale got gold at that same US Open. That's more two thousand nineteen. That's 2000, more, that's uh, more of my style.
2: All these tiramisu, I'm not into that with my beer, but...
0: Yeah. Well, and we've had... A, we've During these winter months, we had a couple stouts on here, and that's just not really either of our favorites, but we tried them because we're like, it's... You got to try outside it. Yeah, you got to try and it. And we got to just do different stuff, so...
3: Yeah, we can't just inject our bias into this. Exactly. We, gotta we got to do it all. We
0: got to do all the different stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's the facts about Sonder Brewing Company. Uh, next, Oren, we kind of go into what you're actually tasting with the beer. I have been talking so much, I actually haven't even taken a sip. So I'm gonna toss it over to you and uh let you kind of give us uh, a feeling of what you're tasting here in
2: this beer. <clears throat> so I wouldn't consider myself a beer connoisseur, but I mean it's pretty pretty light, which is good. I'm I'm not a big heavy heavy beer guy um it's definitely crisp and refreshing as you would say um it kind of reminds me of a uh trying to think here off the top of my head it reminds me of like a good um like i mean it, it says it's a german beer so it like reminds me of like going to hopper house and just getting what's ever on top there so it's pretty solid i don't know about all the flavors and stuff i'm not very good about that
0: yeah like i'm not getting much fruit flavor does it say there's fruit flavor? No, I don't think it just says there's no
3: fruit flavor. Yeah.
0: Noble hop character and slight
2: floral aroma.
3: Yeah, but if you smell it, I did smell it. Mm. Floral. Yeah, you can get Flowers. a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah, you can get a little bit of that in there. Yeah. The
2: smell, but you don't really taste it. You don't it taste it. Yeah, you don't really. taste it, but the well,
3: smell. And I
0: don't know if all Kolsch's smell the same, but this smells like the Kolsch at fourteen eighty seven. Wouldn't you agree, Sean? Or do you not remember the smell of the 1487
3: Kolsch? I had COVID then, bud. Oh, that's
0: right. Not much smell going to go on. It was great.
3: Unknowingly, (laughs) unknowingly for the listeners, I would not knowingly go to a brewery with COVID. But I tested positive the next day.
2: I mean. It happens. Yeah, it happens.
0: So, no, I don't remember the smell. I'm going to be honest. It smells just like the 1487 Kolsch, but does not taste the same. Because fourteen eighty seven, uh, or I don't know if you've been there. It's over, like in Plain City. Um, they use the German purity law when they brew their beer, so they only use like, I think it's like water, hops, and something else. They don't put all the other crap in it. Sausage, at... <laughs> yeah, bologna. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, worst. Uh, I think that's why there's such a distinct flavor difference. But I mean, for all I know, maybe the Sonder does that. But I. I don't think so. I didn't read that anywhere. So, um, But, okay, so you're getting uh, a light, refreshing taste is what you're going with. That's what I'm going to go with right okay. there. Okay, yeah. Sean?
3: Ditto. I mean, not much flavor, I would say, compared to what we're used to doing with craft beers.
2: I was going to say, this just feels like you you're going to mow the grass, and you're going to come in, and you're right. just going to drink a nice beer that's yeah. like... The smooth and refreshing. Or but not, not a lot of flavor. Or you're gonna drink this
0: while mowing the grass. Fair, either if, one. If, if,
2: but, it depends if you're push if you're a push mower a little harder unless you got the beer cap. Right. But like, yeah, if you're riding, yeah, you can do it. I can mean, you could
0: probably get a cup holder though for a push mower. It would just spill a little. You'd have to drink like half of it before yeah, you that's true. Right. Start and you can't have any holes in your yard.
2: And you, yeah, you can't be. You, it's got to be. You got to be a professional at that level. Yeah. It's not a rookie. You can't do that as a rookie no, move. That's, right. I yeah. think
0: you got to be like a minimum of fifty years old. Yeah, probably yeah, to do something like that. Maybe, maybe.
2: forty-five if you're experienced.
0: <laughs>
3: so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You're> probably right. <laughs> not bad. But it's just there's not a lot to comment on because there's not much flavor. So, I mean, I think that'll reflect in our poundability and other stuff we talk right. about, but. As, I mean, I don't really know how to
0: differentiate Kolsch's and everything.
3: So, to me, tastes like right. That's There you go.
0: And I don't, I mean, the only comparison I have is like that one I just said about 1487. They smell the same. They don't taste the same. But I totally get what you guys are saying. It's just like a bland flavor. Nothing's sticking out. Uh, It's a better tasting Budweiser. I th- I that's think, a great yeah, way to put it. I think yeah. that's where yeah. I'm going with it. And it's 4.8% alcohol. I mean, what's a Budweiser? Like four and a half, maybe? Orrin's got a Budweiser can right in front of him. He can maybe read it off for us. I'm going to guess it's probably like 4.3. Right. It's actually five. Are you serious? Yeah.
2: No crap. Okay. So this Interesting. Is, I didn't know that. This is yeah. even less. Well,
3: I would say it's kind of smoother than Budweiser,
1: honestly. Definitely smoother. That's yeah. what yeah. I'm
3: Definitely saying. Definitely smoother, yeah. I think it's just got... Because Budweiser probably has a higher IBU.
0: It's more bitter. That's right, which nobody's going to know about IBUs because last episode we talked to the brewer and we were like, what are IBUs? And he told us that it's the bitterness in beer. So the lower the number, the less bitter it is, the higher the number, the more bitter it is. And uh, the hazy IPA that we had with him was like 31.5 IBUs or something. But then we had like a 50 IBU later. And you could tell that yeah, I was like, "Oh, this makes total
2: sense."
3: Yeah, and it definitely. I feel like that should be on cans. I think. I, it, I, I think B- it normally is. Should be on. Can. Yeah,
2: but the thing is, is like, if you read that without having someone explain it to you, you have no idea. Oh yeah, we it's and like, that, that's like, why you, like, we asked him. Yeah, it's like it makes sense when you describe it, but it's like if someone were to say, "What's an IBU? He's like, "I don't know." Google yeah. Google it. I don't like. There's no. not actually any IBUs on this can, but. I have seen the IBUs
0: on some craft beers in the past. So
3: where I've seen it is when you go to like restaurant or breweries or pubs or gastropubs or whatever, they'll have it listed. But on I don't dra- know if I've seen it, it on yeah. cabs on or sorry on cans.
0: I swear I've seen it a couple. Of th- I couldn't tell you exactly what one, but I swear I've seen it. It's probably just happens either way. I mean, nobody yeah. really cares about it because nobody really knows about it until you actually discuss it. You know what I mean? right um okay so we got kind of our basic taste profile now we move on to another segment that we learned about from our friend jenny in one of our early episodes at budweiser they actually rate beers by poundability so how we (laughs) our poundability definition has gone so many different directions it kind of just depends on what we're doing in the particular episode but if you had this six pack at your house could you crush all six of them in one night, or are you going to be like, I'll just have one or two of these and call it a night? Hmm. That's an interesting take.
2: I would probably say I could do like four. I'd okay. do four of the six, and then I'd probably get, I'd probably get tired.
0: You, would you get full from it, you think, or would do you don't, just it, get tired of drinking it? I would get tired of drinking beer. it. Yeah. yeah, it would not be a fullness. Okay. Definitely not a fullness. It would be
2: a tiredness of drinking it.
0: Okay, so four out of six for Oren. Sean? Uh,
3: Poundability's high on this one. Uh, like I could play a game like multiple games of of uh, pong. With this in college,
0: are we talking beer pong or are we talking Atari pong?
3: Oh, both really. But like, if you're going old school, pre-COVID pong, where you're actually putting the beers in the cups and smacking them as you just take out your opponent, I'm I'm. Drinking, I mean, I could do six of these as a warm up
0: on a Friday night. That's no what doubt, I mean. So sure. you're getting a six pack only. You crushing all six? Oh, easy, okay. easy for me. Got yeah. It. So four out of six, six out of six. I'm also six out of six on this. Yeah, it's so light. Like, there's no way you could get full, but this is a great warm up. You don't want to like be the drunkest one at the party right. off the rip, but you want to get a nice little base going, and I think this is a good way to do it.
3: I'd say if like Natty and Bush are seven out of six, like this is just one step below
0: that poundability. That's
3: fair. Sure.
2: That's fair. Yeah.
0: That's fair. Yeah, for not much taste, definitely high poundability. That's for sure. Okay. Now, Oren, you've listened to past episodes, so you know this next segment is where we rate it on a scale of one to ten Buckeye leaves. Decimals are allowed. Uh, so if you were going to give it on a scale of one to ten, one being the worst,
2: ten being the best,
0: what are you going with?
2: I'm gonna go with like a four point eight book at
0: least, matching the ABV of this beer. Four point eight. Look hey, you know, wow, at that! that. I, I, I aim to please. I aim to please. I feel like that four point eight number was stuck in your head and you just couldn't
2: get past it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I might be right on that
2: one. Yeah, you're you're right on that one. It it was implanted and then it just came out.
0: That's right. right. Makes sense. Okay, so four point eight. A little inception
2: there for for those movie lovers.
0: That's right. So four point eight out of ten, and uh. You were saying that it you're not getting full from it, but also kind of bland in flavor, you're having four of them maybe in a night and just calling it from there.
2: That's right. Yeah. It's one of those it's like I'm not I'm not loving it, but it's like it's it's good enough.
0: Okay. Like, yeah.
2: Sean? Uh I'm gonna go with uh, five. Just Flat s- out five straight
3: five. Yeah. You got five on it? Yeah, I got five on it. Anyway, so to me, the the rating comes down to literally the flavor of one beer. Like, just having one and the flavor. So, not much flavor there. Uh, I think I just talked myself into a four. Okay, Moving so, down to a four. So, you were a five, now you're a four. Yeah. and you Just said because... Like, one step
2: below a normal beer. Like, an, yeah. an average beer.
3: Okay. And I don't want, like... Because I know John listens to this, and he gave us this beer. I don't want him to think that I think this is a bad beer. I don't think it's a bad beer. I think it's a good beer, but it's good when you're giving a rating off of flavor and there's not much flavor. It's, it's hard. You know, I'm not going to give it a, especially with how tough we are on our ratings. I'm not going to give it a great rating. Now, like I said, poundability, by all means, give me six to 12 of these when I'm out at the, uh, uh, Wendell, Wendell Pool yeah. on a hot summer day, and I'll smack them, no questions asked at all. But as far as flavor,
0: overall rating, I'll give it a four. Okay. So we got a 4.8, a four, and I'm going to go 5.1. It's middle of the road for me because of the fact that it has no flavor, I don't think, but it's not a bad flavor. It just doesn't have anything. Right. But I could absolutely crush these, and I'm never going to say no to it. And if I see this at the store and I'm torn between what to get, I'm probably just grabbing this because I know what I'm getting, and it's not going to like disappoint me or you know ruin my day, or yeah, I'm not going to be the drunkest one at the party either. You know what I mean? This is going to do the job, but it's just going to be average,
3: kind of interesting too to think about with how it is. It'd be a fun beer to buy in like a six or 12 of them to take to a party for a situation where people are going to be having more beers where they're like oh i'm not drinking that it's a craft beer and you're like no dude just try it like you can drink multiple of these it'll be fine and they'd have no idea like it'd be pretty interesting it'd be interesting to do a taste test yeah there's like
2: a couple other like other beers that like people be familiar with because i'd agree like it's probably like like you said it's like a better taste it's a less bitter right. budweiser right or well, yeah
0: and it's like uh, I said this last or two weeks ago, Founders All Day IPA. It's so easy drinking, and that's such a low percentage, but there's not like much to it. But it's really good. And this is kind of the same way. There's not much to it, but it's a better tasting Budweiser. Exactly. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. And no one's probably ever heard of it or seen it, so it'd be interesting to like if you took it to a party, people would be like, "What?" The kind of like
0: if that? you took Liquid Death to a party, right? And they're like, what beer is that? And you're like, oh, no, this is mountain water. Then you watch all the basic
3: white chicks just acting like they're drunk off liquid death. Right. And you're
0: like, no, I I drink that every day. I know what that is. That's water. (laughs) Exactly. That's water. (laughs) Um, okay. So we got our ratings. Oren, now we, uh, go to our final, what What are you laughing about?
3: just looking because we copied
0: our notes. I I know. I saw that (laughs) earlier, too. Uh. We we save this part to the very end because we don't want it to skew the rating at all. And this is all about uh, your thoughts on the can design. Obviously, there's some cans you might grab and you're like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And so it's going to knock your rating. The can really doesn't matter that much. It's just what you're looking at when you grab it in the store. So what are your thoughts on this can? We're going to take a picture and obviously put it on our Twitter and Instagram
2: for later, too. I can't forget to do that. Yeah, so this is a good good segment here, boys. Um I would say <clears throat> to me it fits the beer. Like it's kind of like it's a it's not like a it's not like I would say like totally boring. Um again, I'm not a beer connoisseur, so I don't study cans for a living. Um but I think it's just, it kind of fits the beer. It's kind of like bland, a little bit like middle of the road, like doesn't like stand out, but I I think it kind of goes along with the beer's flavor and taste and poundability, so to speak. Right.
3: I would completely agree. Surprisingly enough, I absolutely love this can for this beer. Love
2: it. It just goes. It goes together. Yes. Right? It's 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 not like crazy.
3: It kinda so. like takes me back to like the old like seventies, eighties can S- beer design. Like just a
2: simple like right. here's what we're doing.
3: Like Foss. That's that's it. That's all you need. Like what I picture the first per- first time like I picture would see seeing this can would be like When you roll up to an old campfire and, you know, like there's the burned beer cans and old beer cans laying on the ground around it. This is one of the cans I'd expect to see for sure. So I think this beer can is amazing. I think the design's amazing. Perfectly fits this this beer and it's very retro. And authentic for for how this beer tastes.
2: Speaking of, like, campfires, don't you think it would be, like, perfect in, like, a, like an old, like, Western or, like, ranch-themed, like, movie or something? Like, you just see, like, a bunch of, like, cowboys or guys oh, on yeah. tractor farmers just drinking this beer. Or, like, a
3: Marlboro commercial. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They're just... Smoking Mar marbs and just pounding
2: and beers,
0: pounding yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's fair.
2: Just rip,
0: ripping heaters and vases,
2: ripping cigs <laughs> and cigs, yeah, pounding vases.
0: Exactly, that's right.
2: Cigs are back, as our meat oh, right. bucket
0: guys would say. The
2: cigs, they're, are they're back. making a comeback. Exactly, they're making they're a making huge a comeback. comeback. Yeah. Yeah, they're huge.
3: Nobody
0: wants popcorn long anymore, so they're going back to going straight back to... cigs. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say, well, it's never left Europe, so it's bound to come back in the U.S. Yeah.
0: That's right. Now, I I will say, uh I think this can is just plain like the beer kind of like you guys said i got no nothing wrong with it it's not too busy it's not like you know making my eyes hurt or anything it's just tells you what it is gets the point across that's what i like about it so it's a good can i and i don't want sonder if they're listening to this ever to think that we think this beer is trash because it's not the case it's a great beer it just it's kind of just bland average it's not blowing us away with any flavor. The can is not overly overpowering to make but it serves its purpose, right? Exactly. Every
2: beer has a different purpose. Like there's beers where it's like, I just need something flavorful to right. go with something. This is like, no, this is like you sitting back, drinking, just hanging out. It's yeah, a simple I mean, beer. It's tell good.
3: me, set this next to a Budweiser, a bush, and an old mill donkey piss and tell me i got to slam 12 of them. I'm You're picking, picking this.
2: this one. Yeah, you're picking oh, this one.
1: Because
0: yeah. it actually has some taste profile compared to the rice beers. Right, yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, agreed. Well, that's it for the beer segment. Um, glad we got a chance to enjoy this. Good thing there's three more left in the six-pack, so we each get to have some more and just have some average beers with my raspberry white claw. There we go. (laughs) Um, But now we're going to move on. So disappointed. Right. Now we're going to move on to the food segment, which we got a double dip today, as Sean said before. Uh, Last week, um, we did not make it out to a food place uh, the evening before the episode like we normally do. We ended up hitting this place Saturday morning, uh, Tommy's Diner, for breakfast. And then uh, a week before that uh, is when we went out to dinner, Sean, I our wives, and my daughter, to Naughty Pine Brewing, uh, where we got a chance to try their food and tried some of their beers. So um, I'm going to let Sean take over here and kind of give us a rundown of both these restaurants.
3: All right. So starting out with Tommy's Diner, as you can imagine, it's a diner. So location is on 914 West Broad Street, Columbus. Um, Genre, it's a breakfast diner. Classic diner theme, classic diner vibes. Um, as far as facts, so Tommy's Diner's been around, serving Columbus since 1989. So Tom and Kathy Pappas created the concept with hustle, hard work, and a vision of the American dream. Tom was an immigrant to this country as a young adult, and Kathy grew up with immigrant parents. So both are of Greek descent, and that's reflected in their culinary style. They raised two sons at Columbus, and Tom and Kathy are proud of their heritage and the customs and traditions that they bring to the diner so patrons can enjoy the simplicity of the classic menu items and uniqueness of the special features the menu is a combination of traditional diner fare along with home cook specialties and innovative cuisine highlighted daily as far as the atmosphere it's an old style diner red leather booths small diner tables um pretty small cr- i won't i won't, i'm not using this in a bad way but cramped location i mean it's just the way things were in diners old rail cars is what diners came from right so a very small area
0: and one thing about it tons of old pictures on the wall i think i saw a picture of uh elvis presley like signed for them right and there it was just like eclectic pictures and things like that all over the place
2: doesn't it just take you like back though? Like those places are just like homie. Oh, they're like they're the good best. places to go visit. Like it's just like, all right, I just feel like I'm sitting at home with like my grandma cooking like a breakfast. Like it feels it's just like, good.
0: It feels like you went back in a time machine. Yeah. Where yeah, exactly? Your, your grandparents might have talked about like, "Oh, we used to go to this place and and hang out and get a milkshake or whatever." And you walk into this place and you're like, "Okay, I totally understand what they're talking about, but someone was probably sitting at this bar actually smoking a cigarette inside and Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, absolute uh, classic place. Got all the uh, memorabilia on the wall, stuff like that. So, as far as the food selection, obviously, breakfast food, diner food, classics. I mean, you can pretty much gain what you will from that. I'm pretty sure if you've been to a diner before, you know what that means. Um, Alcohol? Yes, they have alcohol. So... I throw this over to Caleb because I didn't have any alcohol while while I was there, but they did have
0: some breakfast drinks. So I needed to push through my morning sickness, uh, so I had a drink or two. Uh, I had the drink called the Drunk Witch, which was Sprite, blue curacao or caracao, whatever you want to call it, and vodka. That's literally all it was. It Was great. I would I could drink a thousand of them. It didn't taste like anything. So. Got gotcha. you through the day. My buddy Bobby, he had a bloody mary. He said it was all right. But I don't think you're going there for the booze. It was just kind of a push through the pain type deal.
2: The biggest question for a diner is I've always said, how's the bacon? Is bacon good? I had the bacon.
0: It was fire. It was Like if the bacon's crispy. good,
2: like your breakfast is always going to be good.
0: They didn't leave any soft fat parts on it. It was just like that perfect crispiness that's my favorite part of the bacon
3: i was gonna say
2: i'm a i'm a fat i don't need a ton of fat but just a little bit like to keep you coming back
3: i don't need my bacon crunchy
2: no unless it's on a sandwich then i kind of want it on a sandwich but like if i'm eating it plain i need a little bit of fat well and it wasn't overly crunchy but i was gonna say that yeah it didn't
0: leave any sort of like okay you got to bite this and tear you know like you bit it and you just chewed through it it was like butter which i think is what made it super good
3: yeah So, as far as speed of service, pretty fast. Um, I think probably from the time you sit down to the time you're eating, you're probably looking at about 20 minutes. And for price expectations, extremely reasonable for the quality of food you're getting. So, I think, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but me and my wife, like our bill was like 20 something dollars, like 22 bucks. And I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. So, Really, really affordable. Um, what would you think overall?
0: I really liked it. I don't want to say how much my bill was. I got the big breakfast and two drinks and a coffee, and it was like $40 for one person. I was just having an absolute morning. But uh, the pancakes were fire. I mean, absolute fire. You know when you go to a diner and you get those, like, I, I wouldn't even call them pancakes because they're they're their own breed. If you go to Bob Evans, you don't get that pancake. Oh, wait. no. Oh. I hate Bob don't Evans. Don't shit
3: on Bob Evans I here, hate bud. Bob's. That's an Ohio business. It's. I'm not down on the farm.
0: I can tell oh, you that. Oh, jeez.
3: You've never had their cinnamon pancakes, then.
0: Yeah, I haven't. You're right. I, I prefer not to eat that place. Yeah, well, you're mistaken. I, I think what we need to happen is have Oren go try that place out sometime and then yeah. come back for another episode and see if what we talked about about it was actually true.
2: I think that's fair. I think yeah. that's fair. I'm a pretty big bre- <clears throat> breakfast critique, though. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a, a critic. Yeah? Yeah, I don't, like, like, Bob Evans not doing it for me.
0: But you know what I'm talking about, those diner pancakes. No, that's what I'm saying. I like, don't know what it is. Like, like It must be the 28-year-old griddle or like 50-year-old if, griddle if they're cooking them on. If
2: you tell me like I go to Bob Evans or Waffle House, I'm at Waffle House all oh day.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Give me some
2: hash browns. stuff, yes, smothered and covered or uh, whatever. Yeah, I've heard hash enough browns, of your guys' yeah, cheap hash, taste buds. It's not cheap. It's just a, I think they're the same. That's my oh. point.
0: This is coming from the guy, not you, Orn, but Sean. Who would rate Yabos tacos over
2: Condado? Yeah, not a, not a chance. Yeah, not
3: a
0: chance. Oh jeez.
2: No, like, like you can, you we can have your even... pro- you can have problems with Condados, but like you can't rate out like subpar tacos over them.
0: Uh, I wouldn't even I can. call Yabos tacos tacos. That's fair. I could make that here with the leftovers in my fridge, and I'd be like, "Here's a turkey taco." Huh. It's all right.
3: My taste buds are more cultured. That's all right. <laughs> it's all that MRE you've eaten. That's right. Eat an MRE for two weeks straight and tell me how great Yabba's Tacos is. Anyway. It's the Hyde Park
0: of food at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Anyway, so I had a eggs benny, which was absolutely delicious. One of my staples for breakfast. If I can get an eggs benny, I'm getting it. The only complaint I had, and Bobby kind of had this complaint sideways that he admitted it later, was... We got like home hash browns or home fries or whatever. They were cold. They were cold. And I know it wasn't intentional. So I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt.
2: It's always tough, though, when you're rating. Like, right. It's like, it just, like, you like, you know, you didn't mean to do it, but it just kind of like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. yeah. It, it sucked.
3: Because I like to throw ketchup and hot sauce on there. That's a good call. And go to town. And I
2: always dash a little pepper on there, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, it, well, and I don't. I mean, mine were hot because we had that conversation at the restaurant. You were like, my hash browns are cold. And I was like, well, mine are piping hot. Well, yeah, I asked
3: everyone. Bobby didn't like the taste. I didn't mind the taste, but, I mean, imagine just eating cold hash browns. Yeah, not, not good. Not good. Yeah. I ate them for sure, but not ideal. Well, so. and
0: I the only negative I have about the place, which isn't really a negative, is that their coffee did not taste that good. Like, when I go to a diner – there's a cert- I'm looking for like watered down, like Tasted not thick. fine to me. I, I just it. thought it 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 wasn't even like good watered. Well, down maybe coffees. it's
2: because you're drinking drunk witches with well, it. Yeah, if you're combining vodka <laughs> <Yeah>. and coffee, <laughs> it's not you're not yeah. going to get a great flavor taste. Well, there. but I started with coffee with no vodka, drinks.
0: You know, separa- like yeah. when I first got there, you so were little, still in recovery mode uh, yeah, at that point. But it just I didn't get a good flavor out of it. That's my only downfall so Oren, that's your uh homework is to go visit that place since you love breakfast and check it out and give us a a, a review when when you come back on
2: all right that sounds good i'll take i'll do a little uh daddy daughter date um with uh McKenzie perfect so perfect
0: all right
3: so moving on to our next one Naughty pine brewing so Naughty pine brewing is located at 1765 west third avenue in columbus um, but isn't it like basically Grandview?
0: Yeah, it's um a lot of people who listen might know saucy brew works is kinda right down there. It's it's really, really close to that.
3: Okay. Um, so genre, it's a brewery. Uh facts, so the owner of Naughty Pine, Kelly Trotwood, named the location after a tree from her yard during her childhood. So she had a tire swing that hung from the pine tree in her yard, and whenever she was going outside to play, um, she'd tell her parents she was going to play in the Naughty Pine. So when she founded the brewery, uh, she saw the wood paneling on the wall um, and decided that'd be the perfect name for the brewery and the namesake. So great story behind the name, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, that's. I had no idea, and I've been there a couple times prior to us going the other night. Literally I had no idea. I thought someone just came up with like a out of pocket name for a brewery. You know what I mean?
3: Well, they probably did because I just made that story up because I couldn't find an about us about them. So, obscure facts.
0: Love that out of you, Sean. <laughs> I honestly, very believe, well done. I believe well every single second of that.
3: Yeah. I don't even know who the owner, owner is. It's not Kelly
0: Trotwood. So, I, and I have the notes in front of me, and I just assumed that you were reading straight off it. That's. I'm paying a lot of attention right now.
3: <laughs> uh well, I went to their website, folks. I couldn't find it about me, so sorry, got sorry, naughty pine, made up a cool story. But hopefully, that's pretty similar to
0: how you got to your name.
2: And you actually did write that fake story out
0: in the notes. That's <laughs> the best part. You can't see it on yours because I didn't send that part to you. But
2: I mean, it's pretty impressive. I was gonna say, if that's not their backstory, they might as well just take it, adopt it. Yeah, just take it. Give you some uh, just a little bit of cred and then you're good. Hell We're going yeah. to let's tag Naughty Pine.
3: There we go. So that way
0: <laughs> they can go with <laughs> that.
2: Uh so
3: did you like how I in- just incorporated the wood paneling in there too cuz I remember walking in and there's just wood
0: everywhere. Well, and that kind of leads into the atmosphere part of this because yeah. I I was going to write something down on there cuz I I didn't I saw you didn't put anything. But like what would you even call that because I <laughs> I was going to say eclectic wood. Right, because, because like our table was made of like a wine barrel with a table, uh, like a live edge piece on top of it. Yeah, and then there was just like it's random, kind of all over the
3: place. Because I remember like there's a random Mandalorian Boba Fett
0: helmet sitting there, and I was like, "What is the theme?" That might have been from the ladies sitting next to us that were downing the tequila shots. No, they asked to wear it.
3: Oh, but it wasn't right.
0: them. It wasn't I thought, theirs. I thought it was
3: theirs the whole time. No. So, yeah, it's very uh,
0: rustic, I there would say. There we go. That is a great word. Like, straight out of a Chip and Joanna Gaines show. <laughs> right? I guess. What is that show even called? Uh, fixer Upper? Yeah, Fixer, yeah. Upper, fixer straight upper. Well, they out have the, a new one
2: now. What's that? They have a, their own show on, like, the Discovery Network. I don't know what it's called. Upper but it's, Fixer. But, yeah, there you
0: go. <laughs> I was going to say, like something downer but <laughs> i can not think of anything to go with fixer but uh yeah yep. it's straight out of a chip and Joanna Gaines show for sure
3: so food selection at naughty pine uh cubans
0: i had a great cuban it was delicious
3: pizza chicken sandwiches bologna i had a f- fish sandwich walleye sandwich um alcohol so obviously house made beers brewery uh ipas wines liquor pretty much uh the standard run-of-the-mill brewery alcohol menu
0: pretty big bar though too my favorite beer from there they didn't have it on the menu when we went is a black ipa which if i get my home brew stuff ever out again that's what i want to make really really bad i love black ipas i don't i don't even know why i like them they just aren't it's probably because they don't have as many IBUs, now that we know what IBUs are. They're a way less bitter IPA, and I th- I think it's super good. Um, but I have heard from people that they have, like, bomb bloodies and mimosas uh, for, like, a brunch on a Saturday, Sunday. So, yeah. I know that's a—the but the, the beer I had this time wasn't that bad. I forget. It was, like, just a lager. I don't even remember what I had, honestly.
3: I would say I wouldn't complain about it at all um i think i had a sour or something so good not that memorable
0: it's a very interesting place definitely a place that everyone should go to at least once and just like check it out but i don't know if it's one of those breweries where you're like i'm gonna go there because their beer is so good right
3: i'll just be honest the atmosphere wasn't my scene so kind of threw me off a bit but uh as far as speed of service pretty quick our waitress was pretty good so uh, medium, not as fast as Tommy's diner. You're probably eating 30, 35 minutes after you get in the door. Um, and pretty, pretty reasonable, 35 bucks a couple. So not bad. Um, as far as overall, uh, ratings, I would say middle of the road for me. I mean, not bad, not great. Nothing that really, I mean, just been to so many great places in Columbus. It it's not a place that would stand out for me. And I had a walleye sandwich. And I can say I'm a walleye snob growing up on the lake. So I didn't feel great after <laughs> after eating it. Just not the best walleye sandwich I've ever had. But it was uh it was all right. Uh definitely the highlight was their beers. I think their beers were delicious. I wouldn't go
2: there for their food.
0: Oren, have you ever been there?
2: I have not, no.
0: So it's over in Grandview. It's um if you've been to have you been to Saucy
2: Brewworks? I have been to Saucy Brewworks. The no.
0: one in Grandview? Yeah. Okay, so it's near there. So if you get the chance to get back that way, it's definitely a cool place to stop in. Like Sean said, not a place that you're Like just a happy
2: looking. hour spot, like if you're just yeah, going to go you there to get some, some and beers, maybe get games. an app or two yes. or something like that. Perfect yeah. place
0: to go right. to for that. Yeah. It's and I mean, they knew how many people we had in our group. We had five of us, and they stuffed us in this yeah. booth that was actually meant for
2: two people. Yeah, so it's definitely like a happy hour spot. Yeah, like, just right. go get some beers, maybe get, like, an whatever they've got, like chicken wings or something, just to, like, have some, exactly. some base to whatever you're drinking. Right. But, yeah. I
0: will say, though, I have been there on a uh, Sunday morning before NFL Sunday, and, like, just sitting at the bar— and like I said, the bloody I, d- I don't like Bloody Marys, and mimosas give me heartburn, so I don't really go that route. Um, I had beers in the morning when I went there that one time, but they had a great brunch. Okay, like yeah, it it was I forget what I even got. I think I got like some Hangover Burger or like a Hangover Chicken Sandwich is what it was called, where it had like a fried egg on top and uh, like I think I got the chicken one, and had like a little sriracha or like that Nashville kind of hot chicken flavor to it. And that was really good. But uh, like Sean said, I mean, I had a Cuban at that dinner we went to, and it was it was fine, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, this is the best Cuban I think I've ever eaten in my life. It's kind of a weird thing to get at a brewery also.
3: Honestly, I think the vibe just like – because we're a little removed from it now. It was like two and a half weeks ago. So all I think of when I rem- think of that place now is like it was dark and there was a lot of wood. <laughs> It's like, so it's kind of like throwing me off vibe wise. The food may have been even better than I'm kind of giving off. Did but you guys
2: go in there in the evening, like for dinner? Yeah. yeah it was like, so f- especially off, in the yeah. winter, right? It's like, maybe it's like, to your point, if you go during a brunch time, you might have a better feel. Right. And it, it was, wouldn't be as dark and like ominous. Yeah. And light. it was,
3: I mean, I think it's getting a little better now, but it was, it was like f- 5.30 and it was pitch black out. Well, no. So, uh,
0: yeah. They didn't have the lights up in there at all. It was like eating in a, Set of a movie, like
2: or like a really nice, expensive restaurant where you're like expecting like a nice steak versus like just like like hangout food, like, right? Yeah, not, which yeah. I've
0: also okay. This is extremely off topic since we're ending the food segment. But what is the point of having a dark restaurant? I have oh, no idea. No, that's their science. I know, it. but what what is it? Because uh, be, personally, I want it to be as bright as it it's is supposed to be more right intimate, now. right? Well, if it's
2: just like a date or something,
0: so a more
3: somber. Basically dark is a more somber sets a more somber tone, right? So a more somber tone leads to more uh basically you're hungrier because think of like people who are depressed or sad. Yeah, you eat a lot. You eat a lot, yeah. You eat more, right? So a darker tone goes along with that. And it's not saying that a darker tone makes you depressed or sad, but it triggers a thing in your brain that says, Oh, it's this scene i'm hungry
0: Because personally i would love it to be like as bright as possible i feel like when it's dark like
2: that i but that's I, more for like having a good time but to your point if you're doing somber it's like we want you to eat right we want you to like order like apps dinner right. dessert we want you to stay there and keep eating right yeah.
3: that's a rabbit hole i've gone down so that's Makes not a an lot. obscure random Sean fact. I've that, gone down that rabbit hole because I've always wondered, because like, have you ever been sitting in a restaurant where the lights are on and then they turn them down and, and you're,
0: you're
1: like, like what, what the,
0: f- yeah. what, the f- what the hell was that? Or where you get in there and you're like, it's a great temperature in here. And then by the time you're finishing, you're freezing. Yeah. And they're like, okay, clearly they want you to get out because you're like, okay, I'm cold. I want to get up. And then they can seat more people and then they probably crank the heat back up. Hang out, eat your food, whatever. Right. I've always noticed that I get cold by the time I'm done. I don't know if that's being full, or or what. Yeah. or maybe I'm just a weirdo. Well, maybe you what
3: just left your purse in the car on the way in. It's one of my biggest. I would go with that one, just
2: knowing Caleb as long as I have.
0: Yeah. Every single person that's a guest on here that knows me just absolutely takes his shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't get what kind of vibe I give
3: off. Oh, well, we got a trend going. All right, so that pretty much ends our restaurant uh, segment. And I don't, real quick, I will say, I'm not shitting on Naughty Pine. I liked their beer. Their food was all right. Just on another day, another scene, maybe midsummer day when it's nicer out, maybe I just had a bad day. I don't know. There was nothing that sticks out as bad about it for me, so I'll say that. Um, next week's
0: restaurant. I don't really know if we have one picked out. We have a couple more in the queue. Yeah. Um that we need to complete from our Instagram post that people commented on. I know Ashton Seafood is one that I we I really need want to, to try out. that one. Um definitely gonna have to put on some nicer clothes and whatnot, I think, if we're gonna go to a place like that All right, I, out of the I out s- of the list. From what I saw online I think uh everything that I own that's nice doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just going to throw that out there. Just throw on a tux. <laughs> right. Um, but one place that is still on there that we have not hit yet is Dirty Franks. Dirty Franks.
3: I don't know if we can convince the ladies uh, to go to Dirty Franks. Well, we for... convinced
0: them to go to, uh, oh gosh, what's the place by your favorite word, Donerick's, or, which is actually Donerick's pub. Well, no
3: one knew what they would get
0: into. If you
3: tell them we're going to Dirty Franks, they're going to be like, have you guys what? had Dirty Frank? No, have you no. had
2: it? Yeah, I have. Okay, worth it? I mean, it's worth it to like do a rating. Did on your it. wife like it? Oh no, I didn't go with.
0: my Oh, wife. okay. I was gonna yeah. say because that's yeah. what we we take yeah, that to every single yeah, one, so we be can hard, get their
2: opinion too. That'd be hard. To yeah, get hard to sell. To but hard like, sell. It's, it's a very good like just guys to yeah. like just go okay. go do something. Yeah. Well, and it's good.
0: I've thought about taking Charlotte there because, like. Hot dogs are kids' food. You yeah, know? so
2: she'd be fine with that. But she hates hot dogs. Oh, really?
0: Absolutely despises them. I've, tri- I've cooked them on the grill. I've boiled them in water. I've done everything under the sun. Won't even touch it. And I'm like... Well, she's
2: not going to like these, though, because these are like... I, mean, these are I was like, going to say,
0: you put yep. like wrapped in bacon, they put beans and stuff. All different stuff everything. in it. Yeah. yeah okay. Anything you want. Yeah. I've heard about it. And it's I've good. I mean, been, it's... I've been to a place similar to it, um, down on Florida State's campus in Tallahassee, called Voodoo Dog. My cousin Kyle, he took me to it, and I got like a bacon-wrapped hot dog with, um, oh gosh, I forget what was on top of it. But I was like, they need to put these everywhere, and yeah. they are literally everywhere. They I have
3: was, one in Athens called Obeti's hot dogs, and if we ever go there, I'll take you there. My one of my absolute favorite
2: spots on yeah. campus. Dirty so. Franks would be good, but I would it would be a tough sell for the wives. Yeah, so, so we Ash and to-
0: Seafood. <laughs> there it is. Well, we you just said take that off the list though because we got to drop. Like, oh fuck get that, nice. dude!
3: I'll get I'll put my hair up in a man bun. Uh,
0: that I I don't even know if I can pull off I was yet. I've even tried it. Nope. Might be about time Might be about time if, about time if I can if pull not, it off. If not, we're just picking a random place and we're just going to talk. We about it. We can always it. pull a
3: card and go with that too. We haven't done a foodie card in a while. I cleared I out do- the card de- all the crappy cards out of the card deck so we could do that. Right.
0: So. All right, well, we'll see where the uh, the wind takes us and That's right. go from there.
3: All right, so moving on into our sports segment. So right now, really, if you're a sports fan, the big thing going on is the NFL playoffs. Had the Bengals win their first playoff game in 30 years last 30, week. 31. 31 years?
2: Yeah, Joe Burrow is going to make a lot of Browns fans pissed off. Right. 10 to 15 years. Uh, So,
3: eight teams left, right?
1: Eight left, yep.
3: All right. Out of these eight, who are your Super Bowl picks and why, Caleb? So,
0: do I need to pick the teams who are playing or just the winner?
3: Give us the teams, that, AFC, NFC, and winner.
0: Okay. This is going to shock a few people, but I'm going Cincinnati Bengals, AFC. And I'm going...
2: Is that, like, who you want or you actually
0: think? No, I... After watching their game uh, against the Raiders, and I think they are a great matchup for Tennessee. If they can win that game, they can be anybody. Um, they are not going to win the Super Bowl, though, so I just want to throw that out there. They will make the Super Bowl against the Green Bay Packers, and Aaron Rodgers will win his second Super Bowl, and then people will stop climbing all over his back about him just trying to be himself. So it's Bengals, Packers, Packers win. That's okay. what I'm going with. I
3: like it, horn.
2: So, um, I would say I think it's going to be Chiefs Bucks again. Um, I do not think Aaron Rodgers can win the big one. I think he he's proven that over his career, um, and I just don't ever bet it against Tom Brady. He's he's the go for a reason, um, but I do think Patrick Mahomes gets his revenge this year. So I think the Chiefs are going to win it all. Now I don't
0: want to like. Say your picks are shit or anything, because to each his own. But you think that with the Green Bay Packers being the number
2: one seed, that teams are going to be able to come into Lambeau? I think I think two degrees and win. I think San Francisco has a real chance to beat them this weekend. Really? Yeah. Okay. So if you think about like think about the Packers, like they've won a lot of games, but we we were joking before we came on here, like Cleveland almost beat them with four picks. The Bengals almost beat them and. And what did the what did the Browns do really really well? Run the football, and they couldn't stop him. And what does San Francisco do? So I, I think it's I think it's I don't I don't think they'll win, but I think they're going to have problems. And I just don't think they're going to beat Tom. I think Aaron will do something. You know, I think they're doing something stupid. So
3: yeah. Uh. Well, I hate to be lame, but I had the same exact one, KC and Tampa Bay. I just. I'll say this. I don't buy into the freaking Aaron Rodgers hype that he's, like, one of the 100. best ever. I don't understand it. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, as a football fan, someone who I would say knows more than the casual football fan, I don't get how Aaron Rodgers is voted. Honestly, comparable careers, look at Ben Roethlisberger, and look how people talk about Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers. How many Super Bowls do each have?
0: Well, Ben's got two. Yeah, Ben's got two. How many does Aaron have? One.
3: So right. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be one of the greatest. Well, I
2: think average.
0: it's because of his prolific passing yards.
2: Well, but I would say with Aaron, if you look at Aaron, I, cause I agree with you, I think like when you look at debate of quarterbacks, Rodgers is constantly viewed of like the second tier below Brady, right? Like Brady's if you're arguing Brady's not the goat, then like you just don't know football. Like it's it's just over. But then if you go to this next tier like Peyton's better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I would agree. I, I, I'm say not a Peyton guy. I hate look, Peyton. What I Peyton
0: would, did when he couldn't throw the football. I
2: but would like, even say that
0: Eli Manning might be better
2: than Aaron. Rodgers. Uh, two, he, he has two Super Bowls. He has two Super Bowls, but he's like, look his, who he was throwing to. Look, yeah,
0: but his, look, look wasn't at his division. A, he wasn't throwing. Yeah, a but Devontae he was, Adams. Yeah, I'm a
2: Cowboys fan. He's in the Cowboys division. It's I, not well,
0: like, I know, but you you, can't, you have to put your but, Cowboys fandom aside well, and say, is he better than? is he better than Aaron Rodgers? I think
2: the Super Bowl debate is a i don't think you can just say because you won super bowls you're amazing i think it's a it's an it's a it is an over-the-top thing when you get into it so like Rodgers is clearly better than most quarterbacks because of his prolific passing career but then the super bowl is the tiebreaker once you get into that level so like i think elway like everybody forgets how good elway was like, not me. Elway, well but like. In general conversation, like, Elway oh, yeah. is amazing. Everyone so
0: says Steve Young, Dan
2: Marino, and Dan Marino didn't even win a Super Bowl. He didn't win a Super Bowl, but, like, I think I think Marino's similar to an Aaron Rodgers class. Like, Rodgers has won. It you, was it was one year. Like, Marino's very similar if you look at, like, stats and everything. But I think, like, your next – like, Rodgers has to win a Super Bowl to get into that next class. He has to win a second one. Even. He has to win a second one okay. because right now, Brady – or, uh, Manning. Namath. Namath. You can't forget Namath. Well, n- you can't forget Johnny United. Never Uni- threw a pick Johnny Unitas. in a Super Bowl. Well, yeah. Never lost a the Super and then Bowl. And then you have like Montana. Everybody forgets, like Montana. Montana. Yeah. Montana. Oh, sorry. I
3: was thinking of Montana. But yeah. Montana. Montana.
2: Montana. Montana. Elway, Peyton, like those guys are in another class of Aaron because they have regular season records. But Eli Manning's not in there, and he won two Super Bowls. He no. beat the well, that, pa- that's like saying, he
0: beat the seventeen and O Patriots. I know, but like that's like saying Trent Dilfer
2: Patriots. is there because he won one. Like it's similar. Well,
0: He just won one. I'm saying he Eli won two.
2: But that's Eli, why I'm but that's him also okay, in. So, only, so that's, does that
0: put
3: Ben Roethlisberger up there because he won two?
0: That's what I'm saying. No,
3: I don't it
2: doesn't. think so. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't. I think I think I think Eli can maybe get into the Hall of Fame because he has two. But he's not in the conversation of great – because here's the other question when you talk about greats. Who
3: would they play with? Well, who
2: would they play with? But also, were they ever considered the best quarterback in their era, like top three? Eli was never. No. Like Ben at one point was. Like Ben at one point was in that like top three, top four discussion. So you can't put Eli there, even though I would say Eli is – like, I mean, he clearly in the Super Bowl just went to another level, but he also was, like, led the NFL in picks for, like, four or five years. So did his brother. I mean,
0: it's, I think that's a Manning thing.
2: Well, uh, but Peyton well, no, was always Peyton only when it was— when he was,
0: the, his rookie season.
3: Yeah,
2: it was, like, two years when yeah. he was young, when he was playing with a garbage roster. And then, like, and then he kind of went to, like, I would say him and— he went to that level where Aaron is, where he doesn't throw a lot of picks. So, okay, you've said all that. Where are you putting Drew Brees, though? I think, Breeze, I think Breeze and, and Aaron Peyton. are in the same class.
0: Both won Super Bowl. One Super yeah. Bowl,
2: a lot of regular season and, records, okay, but not a lot of playoff success. But
0: Eli Manning's in the same oh, category Oh, he's, he's, he's below them. He's below them.
2: He's yeah. below Oh, yeah, he's not in that tier. How? Because Eli never has the regular seasons. Like, he just caught lightning in a bottle twice. He with didn't have sustained de- success. Yeah. yeah. Well, but who who did he have to throw to besides freaking... Uh, he had some decent um, weapons. Odell
0: Beckham Jr. Nope. during his prime. <sighs> I mean, if he didn't get in the ball, he was going to cry at a field kick and make out with a, a field
2: goal. Hey, Browns like, hater, Odell's looking pretty damn good in LA. Right yeah.
0: now. Listen, and I, I don't even know what to say. He,
3: there's no argument. He also had one of the best tight ends in the history of I was the was trying league. To
0: too. Think of, oh, uh, Eli Manning had Victor Cruz.
2: That was it. Yeah, but Victor Cruz had like three amazing years. Yeah, but nobody talks about. He Victor also Cruz. had Shockley. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, the the G shot. Who was all Jeremy hockey? Who was his running? He had Tinky Barber as his running he had, back. Yeah, Tinky like, and Brandon Jacobs. Yeah, but those guys were good. Like Tinky's good. Tinky's Their like, running
0: game is what drove. That's, that's what and I'm defense got them and the, defense yeah. and defense. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying two super. If you said championships are the tiebreaker, and you're saying but you Eli have to, to two, get, and he can't even be in the same category but, as Aaron and Drew. But you have one. to get to the level. of the to get the yeah.
2: You have to get. You have to be top five of like. Statistical years and sustained greatness, to your point, and then Super Bowls is the tiebreaker.
0: Okay, all right,
2: that makes that's sense. at least what I was.
3: Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers sucks. I wouldn't, I not go that he's, far. He's, I would just <laughs>
2: say he's, he's Tier
0: <laughs> B. If Tom Brady's,
3: I would say tier he's A.
2: he's in the argument of he's got to win another Super Bowl to get to top five to have an argument for top five.
3: Here's what stands out in my mind: is fucking Stephen A. Smith just hyping this dude up. And I don't get it. I fucking hate it. I don't get it. So. Well, there's a
2: lot of people that hype up Aaron, though. I don't
3: they, get. They but, call him. They literally call him like, bad man. The GOAT. They go. Like, they did the
2: same thing with Brett Favre. Like, if you think like uh, Aaron, Aaron and Brett Favre are very similar,
3: but they're not even a big market team. Like, why do they do that? What but I
2: think it's the history of the Packers, right? But I mean, I think they were the like Packers the Packers actually are a big Lombardi, market team
0: because. They have a history. That's what I mean. Like
2: even like Pitts, like Pittsburgh is a bigger market as far as sports goes. But there's a history there that is just like there's their legacy, like NFL royalty, and, and the same even with though, the Cleveland how? sports fans.
3: How though? Because that's
2: like where the I mean Vince Lombardi, the Super Bowl trophy is named after. Vincent their coach Marty, right? yeah yeah but the, so i think it, it's that's where it comes from. it's similar to being a browns fan too because think about the history
3: there's they no, had there's no, no history. Th- the well, history you're talking to had. a pacers fan and basketball literally started in indiana right. and everyone hates but the i'm talking about pacers, so. yes.
0: browns football prior to the
2: sale they were good like in the they like, were
0: good they won like six straight super bowls they didn't that's never not won super a
2: bowl. super
0: bowl prior to the sale they never won a
2: super bowl is what you're saying no, no, they didn't win any Super Bowls. They won World Championships.
3: It was championship, bud. Okay, so it was pre-Super Bowl you know era. I, oh pre, <laughs> God, yeah. You want to check me on that one again, bud? Pre-Super pre- Bowl didn't era, say
2: World Championship. It was pre-Super Bowl era. I know, not
0: the Super Bowl, bud. I understand, but it is the equivalent of the Super Bowl.
2: This is like a Notre Dame fan hyping up all their national championships. Yeah, from the twenty when they all won, when everybody else was fighting World War. Yeah, okay, but this <laughs> this is different because we're talking Jim Brown. Yeah, I mean he's more recent. Otto Graham. But those were sixties.
0: I, I still think it's like a
2: Day Michigan is 19, fan. But, right they, now, but oh, is what you sound like. oh dear God. But here you remember all those
0: games we won
3: back in the sixties? But and here's the fifties. Here's
2: the difference between the Packers and the Browns. So you have all the pre Super Bowl like Laura or Aura, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever the word is. But then like the Packers have also won five Super Bowls. The Browns haven't, so that's why you do. That's why you lose that.
0: And no, and I wasn't saying that. I'm saying I understand. They do have the that,
2: historical the, relevance. They have historical relevance. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's You're fair.
0: talking about some of the most historical players, some of the most historical I bad mean, events that have happened to us. The drive. I mean, ever heard of it? Yeah, no, John yeah, Elway. I have. I, John Owen. That's what I mean. Yeah, John Owen. So that's history. And the Green Bay Packers have the same thing. Masters so that's where my comparison is. coming. They
2: just have won. That's but they Correct. have. Yeah, yeah the
0: sorry. Green Bay Packers have won. The Browns have not. Shout out to the Terps. Shout out to Maryland Terps winning Just 81-65 destroy
3: against destroying
2: one the Illini.
3: Well, all right, well we'll we'll move on. I mean, we I think we've come to the consensus that Aaron Rodgers sucks and fuck him. So anyway, uh do all-star games matter? So, this is a question that I've Are we doing
2: all sports? Or like all sports, all-star games? Well,
3: here's You're going to bring up a point that I know you're going to bring up. And I think
2: so. You're going to bring up a point I know you're going to bring up? Well, this is me, here's the thing. Last week's
0: episode, just repeating. Here's the
1: thing.
3: So, everything. yes, we'll talk all sports. So, I want to hear about all sports. We got the NBA all-star game coming up in February. In NFL all-star game. And obviously, the MLB all-star game is not happening. But. I think they did it right. So
0: don't forget the NHL All Star Game.
3: Yeah, there's hockey too. Um, so I'll give my quick opinion, then I'll let everyone else loose. So I don't like All Star Games in the NFL and NBA. Um, I think the NBA's tried to make it uh, more interesting as of the past couple of years. I was out in Hawaii. I lived out there for three years. They had two of the All-Star games while I was out there. No one even gave a shit. No one wanted to go. Uh, then the fact that you have your All-Star game in the middle of like the playoffs where you, you, half the players <laughs> who are on the teams can't even go, it's ridiculous. I think they should do it. I think that I don't know too much about baseball, but I think they should do it where they there's some sort of competitiveness Tie into the All Star Game to the competitive season, whereas like I don't say a w- like maybe the winner, the winning uh division or league or side or whatever gets uh first round home field advantage in a series or something. I don't know, but you got to make it matter, man. I'm just it's just so pointless. Or the NBA's done it where they've tried to make it like a media thing where like. The top players pick certain te- pick the teams and, and stuff like that. Um, I think the M- WNBA did something this year that was pretty unique. I can't remember what it was, but I remember hearing about it, and I was like, oh, that makes it kind of important. But overall, uh, not a fan of All-Star Games, so I'll end my soapbox, and I'm curious to see what you guys got to say about them.
2: So I think you bring up an interesting point. See, I actually do not like that Major League Baseball ties it to the World Series. So I I don't I I would say <clears throat> I think that All Star games are pointless. I don't I don't think they, like I don't even think players care. However, I like. So I think if you look at the NBA, which is coming up, I think the three point shootout is fun. Like I think the skills competition is what they should more focus on. So I would like care less about the games and like. I mean, if you're an NBA fan, how amazing is it to watch the shooters just drain threes that, like, no one else can do? Or, like, the skills competition when they do all the different, you know, passing drills, whatever. Like, I think that type of stuff is fun. I think the dunk contest kind of stinks now. It used to be amazing, but now it's not very good. Um, I think for baseball, the home run derby is epic. Like, I think they could still tweak it a little bit with the way they've got it structured, but I think that's epic. I would say the interesting thing – like and I agree with you on the NFL. Like no one watches the Pro Bowl. Like right, it's just not like we got the Super Bowl coming up. Like no one cares. Half the good players aren't there. Um, I think it would be interesting to see if they would. I I think maybe you would get a better game from players if you maybe tied money into it, so you like had a pool available and do it that way. Although I think it's tough in football cuz no one wants to get hurt in an exhibition game versus basketball, it's pretty easy to play competitive and not get somebody hurt. Um but it's an interesting point. I just don't like it being tied cuz I think the Super Bowl or the Major League Baseball playoffs like we should reward the best team, not just the team that had the the like, you know, the manager who screwed up the All-Star game and they they lost it for some reason. But
0: yeah, and all those are really valid points, um, so I like all star games, but I want them to change how all star games are done. If that makes sense, so for, I agree with that. Like, so, so for like- example, I'm gonna start with the NBA. Okay, the dunk contest sucks because it's so skewed. Like. If you look at some of the old dunks that used to happen and like how they actually rated it, that was a real dunk contest. Now if you jump over a car, you just i mean you just win. And I I hate I mean, uh Blake Griffin did that that one year. He did yeah, it like, under, under the
2: butt. Take over us back a car, to like, like Take us back to the Vince Carter, like those days when it was like amazing. It right. was epic. So yeah.
0: I want to get rid of the dunk contest because I think it's stupid. I agree with you about three point contest. It's that's skill. Pure skill. You're just shooting a basketball best person to do it. Love that. Skills competition. I even don't mind that because you got to pass, you got to run up and down the court like and you got to do it in a quick amount of time. I think that's a great one too. What I would like to see changed is that yes, the fans still vote on players to make the All-Star game, but I think that you should vote on the three best players on every single team. And then you do a 3 on 3 tournament and you play to like 5
2: That'd be interesting. Play, like, That'd be interesting. And so yeah.
0: you're going to get, like, yeah, the Lakers, you're going to get AD, LeBron, and probably Russ. That's your three. But then you can go to a team like, I'm just going to throw this out there, like the Sacramento Kings. Okay, you got De'Aaron Fox. I think Willie Colley-Stein used to play there. I couldn't – I don't think he's there anymore. Right, I couldn't name – Buddy Heald might still be there. I'm I not so, sure. Yeah. But, like, you put that three together, and let's say you you played a 10. Like, you can get the whole tournament done in one night – And have them play just half court. But you you just let them, because then they're playing, like, think how much fun we all used to have when we played, like, NBA Street on on Madden, or I mean, on Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. Like, give those dudes that. Where, okay, if you shoot it from back here, it's a four pointer or some.
2: Take, like, elements of, like, the big three, but just make it a shorter game. Which is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's a fun think People
0: would, like, we all sat here on the night of the three on three tournament. And you t- i don't know how many teams are in the NBA, 32. maybe 30, 32, Okay, so you—you you can complete that whole thing. Well, you can have multiple games
2: night. going on. Maybe don't go to ten. Maybe go to seven or like. I would say eight. eleven. You
3: can because in an yeah. NBA yeah. game, I mean, in that's three like two three. But, but three. I mean, that's yes. you go to 11 one, ten minutes. You go to yeah. eleven
0: ones and twos though. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then you have like your three point.
2: Then you have a, th- like, a three point like, wave. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I think. So like we, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are just going to win that thing pretty quick. But yeah, go ahead.
3: Maybe. No, I, I would argue against it, though. But like, I think
2: the thing that would take it over the top is like put the
0: rim to nine feet. And then you would legit see. See, I don't think you'd be, get players to buy in. No, that you wouldn't one, get, get players to throw know, off you, their shot in the yeah. middle of
3: the season. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah I get that. But
2: yeah. like you, you think about the video games. You know when you did, three yeah, but they on three, don't they need would... it to nine feet like we needed it to nine that's... feet. They don't need it to three nine on
3: three. Feet. I would just I like the original three on three. Yeah, yeah.
2: but like. that's
0: that's where I would take it in the NBA. I think that would make the All Star. What do you do with the better. NFL
2: though?
3: Okay, so NFL I, after the season, I'm telling oh, you, that, I don't right? disagree with that. Like yeah.
2: in like March, like right, before, do it with the draft. Do it with the draft. Yes. Do it as like a draft event. Yeah, like, I agree. Like I don't do it like as a pre to the draft. Like, that would be kind of fun. So that
3: think. everyone that's voted to the team can play. And, period.
2: And you, like, kick off your. I mean, the NBA is always, or the NFL is always wanting ratings and, like, non peaks of the year. Do it the week before the draft in yeah. the same city.
0: So there, here's a way to do it, okay, in the NFL to make it better. Because I hate the game. It's pointless. People just get hurt. Yeah. Like, and it, I mean, your, your player plays for five minutes, and then you're like, oh, cool. He threw three passes. Like, it wasn't anything cool. What I think you do is think about how much fun people have. Watching wide receivers and corners go one on one, so like almost like a
2: seven on seven type.
0: So there's an event: wide receivers and corners going one on one. Like that's one game. Okay. Then you have, uh, for running backs. Yes, it's going to require some hitting, but you go straight hamburger drill or Oklahoma. Oh, I don't think you get players to buy into that. No, that's but if if there's a lot of money involved.
2: Well, I was going to say like you could you could do it. You could do your same thing, but make it like seven on seven. So like offensive linemen, defensive just linemen like are ne- Like well, like just skills, like almost like flag football. But
0: what I mean, if you're an, an offensive lineman and you get voted, what do you do?
2: Well, you're just hanging out. But
0: th- what I was gonna say, but like they don't care, is, they don't want
2: to play though. Like they don't want to get hurt. And but, no one wants to see an offensive lineman.
0: But right? there are people out there that love like, don't get me wrong, when Ohio State signs a D end and you see like a drill that he's doing where it's a, the lineman up and then the D ends there, and then they have the cone set up and they gotta hit it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't to, like just do a game with that. I think you so could do So you're talking more like a skills Cuz you're talking the best defensive ends and the best You're talking tackles. like a like almost
2: like a combine for the NFL Pro Exactly.
0: Bowl. Yeah, I think you but you monetize it and you make it a game. Here's here's That's how you get people involved. And Well, I'm going to go on to the next sport, but you have no, no, I want to hear yeah. the rest. Okay. So then Major League Baseball Home Run Derby is king. It's yeah. awesome. You, you can't beat it. You yeah. don't change it. There's nothing you can change about it. What you do add, you take the game itself out and you switch the actual MLB players to playing the celebrity softball game. But you you keep the fence real distant. You don't do the the in fence that they make, you know? You play the real field, but you play underhand pitch softball. And so pu- that
2: would be interesting, because then I think you get more of the player's personality, exactly. which is what you need to grow the game. Like, we need to see, like, Shoei Itani, and, like, Trout doesn't really have a personality, but, like, like Richard Acuna and all those other guys. Like, right. you need those guys. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Because <laughs> I think that makes the—it's going to make it
2: fun. The dudes aren't going to wear helmets. You, you know, they got to still— gonna, And you can be mic'd up and just talking they, nonsense. They got to so, yeah.
0: dress up in their real shit and, like, play a baseball game when it's— actual baseball if they play the celebrity game there's no helmets when you're batting okay and when you're like pitching or in the field like you said you can be miked up just talking whatever and they're just going to walk around and when they do like double plays and stuff they're going to try to do like behind the back throws and like they're going to make it super fun because they know but it's also going to be kind of challenging for them because a it's going to be different bats
2: and yeah, no and softball. The giant sure. softball, yeah. Yeah. like it's
0: going to change the game. I that's think an interesting. That would make it yeah. super fun. And hockey, the three on three that they do, I already love that. I think that's perfect. I think they need to instead of making it full ice, make it only half ice and then play it. That's the only change. Well, you I just
2: need think. more goals, right? Yeah. That's all you need. That's why just, you, go yeah. you go half ice. Yeah, you go half ice. Yeah, score a like at shit will. Ton. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So I wanted to point something out real quick. I said the WNBA did something interesting. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. So I searched it real quick. And obviously this isn't something you could uh, do every year. But what they did this year, absolutely amazing. I wish the NBA could do something like this every four years. So they did Team USA versus the All-Stars. So the Team USA... Got picked to go to the Olympics versus the All Stars of what fan voted or whatever All Stars, and the All Stars <laughs> beat Team USA. I'm pretty sure.
2: So they already kind of do that a little bit in the NBA with the like junior, yeah, right. The first do, and yeah. second years they do like international. Do. Well, yeah, yeah,
3: but that's kind of like and a and off. It is. That's like a yeah. Off no, that All Star game. It's pr- it, obviously you can't repeat it. But uh, what I was thinking is if you could do a fan. Voted versus a, like, what is it, the NBA uh, countdown guys, the Shaq, Charles. Charles. They pick yeah. a team, and so they pick their all-star team, and they have an alternate for all the positions, right? And then there's a fan-voted team. So the fans get the benefit of the doubt. So if the, fan, the fans pick the same point guard as Charles and all them, then the fans get get that player and Charles and them get the alternate. I think that'd be super fun to see a team that fans pick versus a team of talking heads. Because it just adds some – you just got to add some sort of stakes or competitive – literally, I love basketball. I grew up on the sport, my first love as a sport. And it's just like watching them play the All-Star game is just – an atrocity. They
0: score 170 points. Like it's an team. atrocity. That's why well, I'm it doesn't, saying you it go to it th- doesn't
2: it doesn't do any they don't do anything until the fourth quarter and
0: that's why I'm saying you go to that three on three style and even if. If you're worried about like trying to get even more ratings, I mean, shit, you could tie in the WNBA and the NBA and say, okay, each three-man team actually has to be comprised of two girls, one guy, or two
2: guys, one girl, right. whatever. Or the you problem make, is they're different seasons, right? I think that's I the think challenge. It it's yeah. not; it, it wouldn't overlap but, very well. But yeah,
3: girls ain't doing shit. No, Come but on.
0: in the NBA All-Star Game, in the some of the competitions, they have WNBA players.
2: That's true. They did that this year. So or yeah. last year, if, yeah. and if you want
0: to. Like You could almost make two games. You can do your three-on-three with just your men's you know, top three players from each team. Then you could do another tournament, same type of thing, so, where you got to have uh, two women's players, one women's player, or you make a team of four, two guys, two girls, and you just rotate. and
3: Give me Brittany Griner oh, on the same court she as an NBA player,
0: dude. No, I would love Not going to happen. I'm but, sorry. But no, I'm saying you could do that in a three-on-three fun setting.
2: Yeah, well, I was thinking, like, so you could even take yours and mix it. So, like, do the same thing, but instead of it being three players from every team, because does anybody really want to see the Kings garbage team they're going to put out there? I don't know. I don't know. I think
3: when you lower it to three players, I think the field becomes more even, and you'd be surprised.
2: Well, but I was saying, like, you could even do, like, your point of, like, maybe it's because maybe 32 teams is too much for the three-on-three maybe what you do is you have the all-star voting and then the fans pick their, like, so say it's like pick their 20, on three teams. like maybe it's 27 players. So it's nine teams or whatever, 30 to make it 10 teams. And then you have your fans pick the captains. So I that, like that. So then you, cause they, the NBA likes their captains picks. Yeah. So the fans pick their nine captains or 10 captains or five captains, whoever it is, right. how many teams you got, half of the captains, the talking heads pick the other captains then they pick from the fans who voted who's the thirty players that are gonna join, right? And then the and then the each of the captains get to pick their three on three buddies. That would be fun. Yeah. But then you get to incorporate your fans and talking heads, where your fans get your five captains, the talking heads get their five out of whoever the thirty are that make it.
3: I think you got it, man. I, I think we that's should be it. working for
0: the NBA because we just combined to make one of the funnest events I think that could ever happen. Right. Think then, of all the publicity. I'm, I'm literally calling Adam on on Silver that. via FaceTime after this episode. <laughs> right? Dude, I'm going to I'm gonna write a letter. A yeah, strongly worded letter is yeah. coming straight from us hey. after this. Hey, Adam. I got hey, an Roger. idea got that'll an, make millions. We got an idea. And I'm sure uh, freaking, uh, what's his name, Ice Cube probably had the same idea. And then he was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do the big three
2: instead. How good of a how good of a thing is that though, that tournament? We got two it's tournaments.
3: Awesome when we get it on TV. It's just like uh, what what's the other tournament? The, the basketball tournament. Oh yeah, that how dude, good I is that? Is dude. So amazing, TBD is so dude. good. Oh my god, Team, I love it. Shout out to Team
2: Scarlet, obviously. S-
3: Team Scarlet and Gray. Right, yeah, they're yeah, getting they're a little amazing. old though. We need some more. Oh, I don't
0: even care if they're old.
2: It's we so, need so fun, some fun more to watch
0: subpar Buckeyes. But to it's great to watch
2: your old. I love Coach Sully coaching now. He's so good. Oh
0: yeah, it's it's so fun to watch them. Although
2: I still, you know, no offense, William, if you listen to this podcast, but like Lily, I still, yeah, still, still, you're still on my, 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 my ex list on the Buckeyes. I would rather
0: yeah. have Ron Lewis. No. I would rather have William
3: Buford than freaking Justin
0: Aarons. Oh,
1: Well, well that's no, no, that's not brainer. a comparison.
0: Yeah. It is I, a comparison. They both no. played for the same team. No, William no. Buford could actually score the basketball. Yeah, Justin Aarons exactly. had one good here's game the, in his entire career. Here's the
2: thing. Buford always makes me upset because I will never forget the Tennessee loss. Yeah, and like he shot the ball twenty eight
0: times that game,
2: and Diebler was on fire and wide open for the last second, and Buford took the shot. And Diebler in college, he still can do it every now and then, but Diebler in college was unbelievably lights I'm out. I'm pretty sure two oh, yeah. years Tell ago, John Debes. Diebler got traded. Still. From an NBA team, and he's not. Even, I always thought he, he would even be, be, be suiting up. I, I always thought he would be better in the NBA when they turn to three points because yeah. like, the dude can just shoot. He like can, that's yeah. I think his thing is defense. He just can't play defense. But
3: he's is awesome. Deebs is the
2: man.
0: I love the TBT. It's great. It's Justin like
3: Aaron's is the poor man's poor
0: man. Justin Barnes D- will be so forgotten when he leaves Ohio State. Okay, okay but do you want to like, know who he's going to be as forgotten for, as? Let's, let's fucking Mark Loving. No, the worst no. call. No, actually, I can't even say this. Well, My, who is our Mark, favorite? Mark who's the Loving favorite? was the worst. No. Almost. No, no. The no who's second the, worst? The worst of all time is
2: Amir Williams. Yes, Amir. That's no. who I was going to say. I'm Amir, Amir, you, Amir, Amir Williams. Williams
0: is a McDonald's All American basketball player, and he was no. the most unathletic.
2: No, he was athletic. He just wasn't skilled. No, he was not athletic. Well, he, he couldn't was, jump. That's he true. He literally
0: yeah. couldn't do anything. The ball in his hands, he was like, "What? What is this?" Well,
3: uh, we're just gonna just skip so our last sporting topic, so and you told me to skip this, but since we're talking about it anyway, basket bucks. We're gonna skip the last topic. Okay. So we'll talk about this one.
2: So we're not. What's the? We, we're not gonna talk we're about skipping this, the, the Buckeye coaching about hires
0: because season's over.
2: We're season's over. About it. We can, Knowles
0: but, is going to be just fine. We're going to be great. So we don't. I love the coaching hires. Yeah, love I the agree. coaching hires. But we're talking
2: in day we trust
0: the basket bucks, 100%. right? Yeah. So
3: by the way, while you guys were just talking about this, so I text my buddy the other night, and I kind of disagree. I think Justin Aarons is the worst Ohio State starter I've ever seen play for Ohio State. No,
2: nope. he fills the role. He's just not great at it. But he's what not, role?
3: But here's the thing. A scorer that he doesn't had, score. Had, but he wasn't he recruited
2: defend. to be a stud. Like, Amir he was Williams was not his brother. Right. He shouldn't yeah. be
0: a starter. I'm saying he's the worst starter. No. Amir I've ever Williams, seen. 100%. He was a waste of starter. space. I did you disagree. ever watch
1: Amir Williams? Yes, I did. Yeah.
0: How bad was he? Not as bad as Justin Aaron. 100%. Oh, he was. disagree. Did Amir Williams Amir, ever have Amir, a 32, Amir 32 point could game?
3: Pay, it could play defense. No, he couldn't. No, he
0: could not. No, he couldn't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He would get destroyed in the. He couldn't
2: rebound. He was a seven-footer that couldn't rebound.
0: Trey McDonald was a better post player than Amir Williams, and Trey McDonald didn't, was like six inches shorter. And he didn't even see the floor. Okay, well,
3: Justin Aarons and the Basket Bucks. So we've got I Chris Holtman.
0: that you just said you thought Justin Aarons is the worst okay, starter of is. all time. He's not. Chris so, Holtman.
3: Chris Holtman, and we're, we're entering Big Ten play. Now our Nebraska game got canceled For- again. Uh, so... We're entering Big Ten play. It's a new year. (laughs) Is this going to be a new basketball team? Because every single year we fall apart in Big Ten play and get absolutely destroyed because we don't have a big man. And, yes, EJ is good. Zed's been doing all right. He's not a
2: big man, though. He's he's a stretch three-four.
3: Zed's been doing all right, but Kofi Coburn's still here. Cockburn is still Coffee here.
0: Cockburn.
3: And Purdue's got their big white dudes like they always have. Indy be- Indiana beat us. Like,
2: is this year going to be different? Because, honestly, I'm not convinced it is. So, I'd just like to say, Chris Holtman, amazing coach. And great recruiter, great recruiter. as of right now. As of right now. But, like, just think about where... To your point, it's probably going to be the same year. First of all, the Big Ten is tougher than anybody gives it credit for. It's deep. Like, I mean,
3: they were the credited as the toughest league last it year. Is last the year, but year. Like, but they still. just
2: don't ever talk about it. But it's tough. I just think that you, like, I think it's going to be the same year. I just hope it's not the same year in the tournament. I think it's going to be the same year in the Big Ten. I just don't think we have enough studs yet to win those tough games against like Purdue on the road, Indiana on the road. But, I mean, I yeah, I, I yeah. just hope that we don't fall apart in the tournament like we did last year.
0: But the thing about it, I think we're better than a first-round loss team in the tournament Agreed. this year. But we're not a
2: Final they Four team or an Elite Eight team. Like, but you're not going to get there. But you can – Sweet 16 is where they need to be.
0: I watched the Indiana game. Trace Jackson Davis can take over a game if he wants to. And I know that Chris Holton was talking about, like, oh, don't let him go to the left, you know, because that's where he's best. Well, they let him do that, obviously, but he still went to the right a couple times, and he was freaking amazing from the right as well. Like, yeah. that is a great basketball player, and I have a feeling that if Indiana makes the tournament, which they should because they're 13-4, and four, I think, right now, uh, they could make a run. I mean, they just beat Purdue last night by three. I know it was a last-second three-pointer, like, but it was a good game all yeah. around. But I was having a conversation with a good buddy of mine who's a Purdue fan, and— he was like Purdue's a Final Four team this year. Like it's it's almost guaranteed. See, but I think but Purdue watched-
2: will choke. I- Purdue will choke it away like they that's always what I mean. do. Too. I've yeah. watched
0: so- them play so many games. So- At the beginning of the season, I went, "Oh my god, nobody's touching the- this team."
2: Basketball is still you. In order to go to the Final Four, you got to have that like dude that's just gonna take over the game. And like Purdue's never had that. They still don't.
3: I think you gotta. have have multiple well you have but, to have multiple but
2: you got to have like the guy you got
3: to have the dukes and the kentuckys and the multiple guys who can go off on any night. but i'm also well, yeah but
2: you also got i think you also still got to have the dude amongst those guys that can go oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 which uh, which that's where i think of ohio state ohio state has a bunch of guys and ej is like our dude but I just don't know if he's consistent enough to right. be the dude. Malen and Kyber if he doesn't go off, then we're done.
3: Maybe we have Mal Kyber Kyber is a yeah. Hidden gem. Yeah, but that's but he's that's young. only happened once, and he's and it's young, only, and, he's and he's young. young. Yeah.
2: So I think that's where your challenge. Like you need like another year yes. with him and EJ to have the chance. Which we're but not. That's gonna get. But that's we're not going to get. Gonna, yeah, you're, gonna, you're not going to get. Kyle that.
0: Young's gone after this, so it's basically all going
2: to be. I mean, I still think they're going to be good for years to come. But like, it's
3: it's kind of was my main argument when Thad Mata was there. They were good. But I
2: think Bad Mata is as it was good of always, a coach as he was. We didn't we didn't win the games. We like the again, the year we lost to Tennessee. Yeah. A couple of those teams, like we should the, well, Con, the Conley the Conley Odin year, you ran into a buzzsaw at Florida. There was nothing you could do there. Right. Like those teams were equal. If you if you look up those teams, Unreal.
0: Play, Unreal. I'm pretty sure out of all the players that played in that 15 of those players were drafted in the next draft oh are
3: you talking about the 07 in the, the, 07? In the yeah. top
2: two rounds yeah it was crazy it was,
3: Day Corey Cook Brewer drafted Day-Pon before Cook.
2: he's never uh, Corey left. Brewer well that's yeah. what that's, and Corey Brewer
0: played in the NBA for 10 years yeah. well that's
2: what I was saying like that team like you can't say they should have won because you were going up against like a all world team it was just like you, it's one game like if you go to a series that game's going to that's going to a game seven. Oh yeah. What blows my mind is that David Lighty didn't make an NBA team. He's so good. So good. Solid. Defender. Yeah. Defender. It well, makes no sense. He's just a solid player. Like he does everything you need him to do. Good defender, rebounds, can still shoot the three, good decisions. Like I don't he's get stud. Yeah. I don't get how
0: Deshaun Thomas made the Spurs roster, but David Lighty couldn't make Right. He yeah. made an international teams roster
2: only. Yeah, no, that's true.
3: I mean, I just feel like Ohio State, I mean, look at I mean, even going back so pretty much after Odin and that yeah. year in 07, it's always been we've had the one player, right?
2: But we never had multiple. That's, I mean, I, I would say that one argument is Well,
3: that I've seen it I, I I would say it's we've had that one to the one player to the detriment detriment of having multiple. Yeah, because agreed. we've relied yeah. There, there were guys in the wings, even when we had that one player, that ended up being that one player that couldn't contribute because we relied too much on one guy. The Jared Solingers, the Evan Turners, the Daqu- or the Deshaun Thomases.
2: Yeah, but Deshaun didn't have his, the roster around him that Sully or, or I think even Turner did. But yes, to your point, I agree. Yeah, I, it, like Deshaun's the, just, the, team around yeah. him didn't have as much talent. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah there,
3: it was a uh, it was a down period. Lenzell Smith.
2: Yeah, like I mean, but like the Sully years. I mean, those rosters were loaded from a college standpoint. Right. Like, but all yeah, they but did was, was give the ball in, to
3: Sully. Yeah. So yeah. I think, and I just think we're there again. That's that's kind of I. Think I think where the we're challenges
2: at. in basketball, it, more so than like a football. Like I think in basketball, like a Holtman for Ohio State, he needs years to develop the depth in recruiting to get us there. Like because we're never going to be a Kentucky or a Duke, and that's okay. We're that's not what we're trying to be in basketball. But I think if you give him two more years to build the depth, like because right now we just like you said we have EJ and then maybe one other young kid. If you give him a couple years to build that in. I think we could get there. But how
0: many years has he had now, no, four? No, but five? I don't even think it's going to take that much time, and I think we could parental.
2: But I think it's like a couple more. Like I don't. But I think in basketball it takes a while because you you got to develop the juniors and seniors because we're not going to get the one-and-dones. Well,
0: that's the thing, though, is we might be able to start getting that with this new NIL. Well, we might, but it was We wasn't. have more money than anybody god in god
3: old shot and stein and uh hardale so jones I, would, I don't
1: fucking I would come not not be, su- well, I would gauge, not baby. be
0: surprised one bit if you start seeing a bunch of one and duns come here because a they're going to get paid b if you have a good season you're a legend
2: no and I, but that's what i'm saying i think that with the new il we can change that but i think f- you need to give Hol- i mean Holman should never go anywhere like uh, ohio state like keep him here but I think if you give us two more years with NIL and different things, I think we can get to where maybe one or two years we get that final four team and then you see what happens.
3: I just wish he'd kind of recruit more towards the big 10. Like we just,
2: we need a big guy. We need a big guy. We need need a big guy. guy, Yeah. Period. But I think that's where, I'm
3: sorry. I love old boy out of Indiana, (laughs) but he ain't the answer. Uh, Old, uh, the big white – oh, Joey Brunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he was no,
0: never no, the answer. No, he was never the he answer. He was just going to be a, like a seventh, eighth man yeah type deal. But, that, I mean,
3: he's literally like the most pure center we have. Like, Zed Key's done pretty good, but he's undersized. When we still. used to have Ibrahim. Zed Key
2: against undersized teams dominates because he's yes. really skilled. He knows what he's doing. He's got really good footwork and good touch. Yeah. But going against Purdue, he can't do anything.
0: Right. I wish they would have developed Ibrahim Diallo. Because he was seven foot three, yeah, and like he would have been, just like if Amir Williams would have somehow panned out, he didn't have the work ethic or right. But he's seven foot. Like we had seven footers, they just like don't want to work because it's Ohio State. And
3: Ibrahim Diallo, they literally found him in the fucking Congo. He was playing with a fucking peach basket on a soccer field shooting from the mid-court line this
0: is this is one of those made-up stories again 100 percent. you can just see it in his eyes
3: no this is an analogy for how they found C- ibrahim correct. to be
0: yeah, up yeah to be but not out. real but, but not real but if they would have developed him look never, at he him. literally played like two but plays. look at him right now if he if he played right now and he had actual development
2: next to ej no that's true yeah.
3: But he also had knee problems. That's why he didn't even. Well, play. yeah, he's
2: seven foot three. What do you expect? Well, not every seven foot three guy has knee problems. Like some guys are just more injury. prone Yao Ming. Like, yeah. But I mean, seven but, foot six. But he guy could hardly see the floor. <laughs> yeah, he played like he was like ten years like, amazing. Yeah, but versus, he can like, barely walked. But you compare, he's in a chair. But yeah, but you look at like different guys all over the place. Every <laughs> some people, guy. some people I mean, are just injury prone. Like Anthony Davis, I, king of Mister Injury Prone. Correct. Always hurt. Craig.
0: The moment yeah. he stepped foot into the Correct. NBA, yeah. yeah, no, the I mean, minute he stepped foot on campus, he
2: broke, broke his, his wrist, wrist yeah. yeah, and then learned how to shoot ex- free throws left handed. He was amazing. He was good left-handed. at it, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: When I was in high school, I always feel basketball. bad for
2: Odin. Odin's always like the one guy I feel bad for because he just got unlucky. He I'd was sh- so good.
0: That draft was him, Kevin Durant, I mean. and, oh, yeah.
2: and he was going to be amazing if he stays healthy. Like it's like it's just unlucky.
0: In high
3: school during basketball games, I'd shoot my free throws left handed and I'd yell Odin at my team. <laughs> I used to hate it, dude.
2: You were that guy.
3: I didn't even care. Anyway, we—I mean—we got into the basket I think that was more interesting yeah, than talking about good. coaching hires. That's staff. fair. That's yeah. fair. Yep. Um, well, I'll let uh Caleb take it away and follow us or talk about our social media because I gotta take a leak. So. Yeah.
0: So I want to remind everybody if you haven't already, check out our social media. Uh. It's on Twitter, Instagram, Columbus underscore uncut. Uh, We also have a Discord. We have a Teespring where you can get our merch. uh, And then you can find the links to everything we have on our link tree, uh, which we will post in the show notes uh, after this uh, when we get this episode uploaded. So check those out if you haven't already. Um, I'm super excited for this next segment, which... I've taken the normally it's an interview segment uh where uh we interview like somebody at their business or whatever but uh when I got a hold of Oren I was like I know exactly what I want to do for this and we we're making it happen and the reason, so I I was going to say the reason for it but I want to kind of talk about it first. This segment is called the Great Debate, okay? Uh Oren is one of the greatest debaters of all things, whether it's sports, anything. He has what he likes, and he knows the facts and the stats, and he's not backing away from it. And I think everyone who has listened to the earlier part of this episode has understood anytime someone interjects about why he has the response immediately, and guess who is the exact same? Sean. So I thought... What could be more perfect than for me to set up a great debate for two people who can never be wrong than to pin those two who have never met until tonight against each other? So I'm super excited about this. Um, Like I said, called The Great Debate. I will be asking the questions tonight uh, that we will be debating. And um, basically, I'm going to give two topics or a particular topic, and I'm going to require you guys to answer it. And if the question require is like a, a thing versus a thing, I need you to give two reasons why that thing is better than the other. Okay, and if you guys happen to agree on a certain topic, I have about six listed on this uh, on our notes right now. I did write down a few extra, so if you guys happen to have the same answer, we're immediately skipping it because nobody wants to hear that. I want to hear you guys almost go to blows. <laughs> you, you don't <laughs> want agreement. You don't exactly. want exactly. I right. want it an absolute battle here tonight, and I'm super excited about this. So are you guys ready?
2: Oh, ready. Born
0: ready. Now, when I start the debate, I'm going to give a couple facts about uh, the particular topic so you can just kind of get that flowing in your mind because obviously you guys have not seen this, so you don't know what I'm going to be asking you. So you just got to go for it, okay? Yep. Okay, here we go. First one. McDonald's versus Wendy's. Okay. Now, a couple examples I'm gonna go with here on comparison. McDonald's has a Big Mac. Wendy's a Baconator. McDonald's McFlurries. Wendy's Frosties. Okay? They both have their own fries, fresh cut, whatever. So I need to hear which one's better and two reasons why. And we're gonna start with our guest. For Every single one of these. That way we can get it out of the way. So if you agree, we'll just move right on.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Oren, go ahead. So should I just say my answer and then see if he agrees yes. or give my facts? Yes. So so, so Wendy's. Okay. So we're skipping that. All right. It. So we're skipping it. Yeah. To
0: the next one. Bone-in wings versus boneless wings.
2: Oren? So I would say bone-in.
0: <laughs> I agree. All right. you...
2: This is literally going to be the worst. I thought this was going to be amazing. I mean,
3: now if it's you haven't be... noticed throughout like literally the whole episode, we've agreed on a lot of I things. I know, and I was hoping so. you
0: guys would went... Okay, I got another food one here, and then we're off food, okay? And it's off my separate list. Does pineapple belong on pizza?
2: Absolutely not.
0: Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. First one. Oren, give me two reasons why
2: pineapple does not belong on a pizza. So it's a fruit. Fruit's never allowed on pizza. Pizza's why? Because pizza's for like meat and cheese. Maybe peppers. Second, it's disgusting in general. There's just no argument. It's just good, it's garbage.
3: Okay, I'd say that's subjective. First off, uh savory and sweet is a thing. Pineapple and pizza is savory and sweet. Right? Also, pineapple is good for you. And that's, I won't even go with, into my third pack because it's dirty.
0: Okay, so which one do you guys actually think is better? Because I don't feel like that was enough of an argument. It was
2: just it it probably wasn't. I would just say if you wanted savory and sweet, then just eat a pineapple and then eat a pizza an hour later. Like if I'm getting a pizza,
3: that's not savory and sweet. That's savory and then an hour later it's sweet. I don't I don't eat a chocolate and then later lick some salt.
2: Yeah, but you don't... Who eats chocolate and salt together? That's, like, the worst...
3: Have you ever... Never had salted caramel chocolate?
2: Like a pretzel?
3: Salt Salted caramel chocolates ever? Like, that's not... A I don't concept. think I've had salted
2: caramel... I don't think I've had salted caramel chocolate.
3: Oh, you had pretzels and chocolate?
2: I've had pretzels and chocolate. That's okay. fair. Yeah, so, so, I'll so agree you with that like, I would account. just say pizza. Pizza's one of those, like like, foods that's, like... I'm not messing with it and putting fruit on it. Like... A pineapple on pizza just ruins it. Absolutely ruins it. Because like Why? pizza, because it's like I don't want fruit on my. If I was gonna, if I'm gonna eat healthy, There's I'm not. A lot eating, of
3: eyes and my's in this in this it, argument here.
2: You don't eat pizza to eat healthy.
3: Okay. That's like saying, hey, you know, but what? I'm gonna eat get a stuff cheese because it's good.
2: Yeah, pineapple on pizza. I mean, subjectively, but it's not good.
3: But people like savory and sweet.
2: Yeah, but you eat. Like pretzels are not a healthy snack, but you eat pretzel, like chocolate covered pretzels because it's good, right. but not because it's like healthy.
3: Okay. So one of my arguments is right,
2: is what you're saying. It's, people do like savory and sweet, Yeah, but it's, it's like saying, hey, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger and then a salad to make myself feel better about it. No. I wouldn't just eat call your cheeseburger. a
3: cheeseburger savory and a salad sweet. You can get a sweet salad.
2: Get a little like some strawberry, some like now, some strawberry put, vinaigrette, make it sweet. I would
3: sweet. put a pineapple on a burger.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah,
3: savory and sweet.
2: Meat and pineapple should never go together.
3: Uh, Have you had ahi tuna steak burgers with pineapple on them? No. That's meat.
2: Won't have it.
0: Now, this is a great start to the debate here. I'm going to go, which uh, my opinion doesn't matter, but I'm going to slightly side with Sean here because have you ever had a pineapple salsa
2: on a taco? That will change your life and that is so why I've had I've had pineapple salsa. So I will say pineapple sauce is good with chips, but I've never well, had it on a taco. Put it on put it on like a fish
0: taco. Peach salsa. But see, you're
2: doing fish taco. You're not doing like But it's still a protein. But you're talking- not gonna do like a steak taco. Oh, I, oh yeah, I'd throw it on oh, any of them. No, 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 no. Yeah. Gotta have some hot sauce on there. You, you can that still too, put that on for there. Sure. I yeah, mean that can. one
3: taco's got hot sauce, one's got peach because you're going savory and sweet. I don't know about that. Okay.
0: So we're
2: I will say I do agree like peach school. Good stuff. In case anybody wants to know, <laughs> pizza salsa, amazing.
0: Okay, so we, that's a little savory and sweet there. I like a little that. bit. A little bit. That. Just not on the pizza. <laughs> that's the not on the, savory not a, and sweet. not, right not on the pizza. Not on the exactly. pizza. Exactly. Okay. Off of food, moving on to the next one here. This is a music-related question here. Okay, Creed versus Nickelback. Okay, now some examples so everyone remembers Creed. One last breath. Higher with arms wide open, okay, it's three of their greatest songs, Nickelback, how you remind me Rockstar, photograph if everyone cared,
2: orrin so I would do creed
3: yeah i got I, I mean we're'm
1: pre- how old be-
0: are
3: you
2: uh thirty two yeah so Thirty-one, actually, we're, I can't remember.
0: That was we're gonna 30. be a great battle, and I was really queued up for you that can't one. Go
3: against
1: Creed. No, Creed.
3: However, I will say, I don't get the Nickelback hate. I'm not on the millennial trend of. Just I don't hate them, Nickelback but for no reason.
2: I don't hate them for no reason. It's just like if I'm gonna choose, it's gonna be Creed.
3: Yeah, I like yeah. their first, like the first song that made their, them big.
2: Yeah, their their last couple of albums were kind of garbage. Yeah. but it was kind. I don't like
0: hate them either but if either of you follow barstool sports how sad were you that creed didn't get to play the half oh show? i know the how Arizona great was that Bowl, gonna be
2: i think it was gonna be really good especially when they just kept retweeting out the cab the cowboys like uh, a <laughs> halftime show they did i know that was amazing. so good
0: okay off of music uh and on to my next question here we're gonna start getting to the sports debate here now this one you could potentially agree on and that's okay but you should have differing answers. Okay. This first one here is top three Ohio State receivers of all time, okay? Some examples. Anthony Gonzalez, Santonio Holmes, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, okay? <laughs> so That's a great what range range. What a to, range. I, what listen, range. I just wanted to get everyone's mind flowing that there are different years, okay? I don't want you to go Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jackson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Okay, I'm giving you that there's other so, years.
2: So, just a caveat question here because this, I think it can change the answer. Like, if you're taking, like, so for Jackson Smith and Jigba, he's had, like, really, like, one year. So can you take, like, what you're projecting him to be? No, No. I'm taking career. Because Because, career. Okay, that's a question.
3: So, obviously, I'm just going to spoil it. I'm not putting Jackson Smith and
0: Jigba. And that's
2: fair. That's fair. I
0: think it's funny that you mentioned that, though, because Orrin and I literally just had a conversation the other day, and I texted her, and I said, you can't deny Jackson Smith and Jigba after only playing one real full season is the greatest Ohio State wide receiver of all time. I think he I think will he be. be. I think he I, could I, be, I, but, I but I don't think he is But now. I said I don't need to see him play another down.
2: Well um, but I think you still got to take the career. Into that's like his,
3: saying Trey Sermon's the greatest
0: oh, Ohio I State would, running back. No, of all it's time. not even clear I think
3: it's the same. But it like, is because he literally broke the Ohio State so, rushing record for so, a single game.
0: I think it's funny that Orin and I just had a conversation the other day about Jackson Smith and Jigba maybe being the greatest Ohio State wide receiver of all time, and I don't even need to see him play another down. That Rose Bowl game was enough. And, and you comparing Trey Sermon. So I think the better it's, comparison is, It's not is even Maurice. close. I think Why it's, not? I think because it's... we saw Trey Sermon play a whole season. We saw Jackson Smith and Jigba play a whole season. We knew Jackson Smith and Jigba may have been the best wide receiver in the group the whole season. Then he came to the Rose Bowl game, and you were like, oh, my God, he's but, even better than that. But, but I think when that...
3: both got the primary, when Jackson Smith and Jigma got the primary targets and Trey Sermon got the primary amount of carries.
0: No, Trey Sermon sucked at the beginning. He was well,
3: no, he had, him and Master T were sharing carries the whole season.
2: I still think that it's. I think the better comparison is Maurice Claret If you were to take him after his freshman year, true, yeah, because yeah, you would have said, "Hey, he's going to be the greatest running back we've ever had," but then he just fell off. Yeah, and it's not his fault. I mean, there was a bunch of other stuff that happened, but well, he also I think left. Well, he did, but it was a bunch of other stuff. I I think that's what I'm yeah, saying. There like was a when lot. you say Jackson Smith and Jigba, like we say, you could say that projecting what you think next year is going to be. Pryor. Yeah, but like you have to say we have to wait for that career yeah. to finish yeah okay so, okay so i want Or you start first top three wide so receivers. my number one is probably joey galloway um i think joey galloway and everybody forgets how incredible he was um i would say number two is probably david boston dude was a freak of nature now he's probably on the roids but we'll give him we'll give him a benefit of the doubt. And then number three is
0: Jackson Smith and Jigba.
2: No, I <laughs> I would love to say I, th- I think it's probably Olave. Um, although I will say a close fourth for me is Michael Jenkins. Um, <sighs> Dang it, only, dude. He's
3: killing all my five uh, right now.
2: Only because Michael Jenkins was so clutch during his time. So, like, he put up good numbers. Like, he had good numbers for back in those days. But the clutch factor is big for me. Like I mean, every big Ohio State catch from that national championship year, it was Michael Jenkins, yep. and he was a stud. Um, so those are those are my three with an honorable mention.
3: So he kind of like I thought I was gonna come in with the under the radar Michael Jenkins, but that was literally start the like
2: the start of your fandom, the start yeah. of
3: my fandom, where yeah. I could comprehend how good what's going on, players were, and what was going on, and Michael Jenkins was up there. So I would say Michael Michael Jenkins, David Boston, I agree. Um, I'm going to throw Garrett Wilson in there as my third because we were talking about this earlier. Dude has the best hands.
2: In the world. I've
3: ever seen. In the world. I've ever seen.
2: Since he came into college. I mean. Yeah. From the
3: moment, I mean. From his first catch as a freshman. Yeah. It's it's just – catches so, everything.
2: So the thing I would say is is I think if you look at career, I think he doesn't make it because he had so many other people he was sharing catches with. Right. But I if think, you put if him you, up by himself. I think if you put him up by himself and he had like – I mean, we had good receivers back in the 90s and right. even 2000s. But I think Garrett Wilson has a chance to be an unreal pro. Yeah. So I think if you were to – like. Michael Thomas didn't get the catches okay. at Ohio State to know how good he was, but he obviously went to the NFL and set every record in the world. Right. But so I think Garrett Wilson has the chance to be one of the best pros we've ever had. So it's so, a pretty
3: subjective question. Correct. But I have an honorable mention too. Okay. San Antonio Holmes.
2: San Antonio. Great. So two-time, I would.
0: Two time MVP in the NFL. Super so, Bowl MVP. Actually. So
2: I would say in college. So I think in professional sports, in uh, professional football, I agree. I actually like Gonzo more than I like Santonio, really? because I think again, clutch factor for me, it was like third and ten. Who did we go to? Gonzo? Gonzo. So that would be my only argument to that. But he's still great. Yeah. Like I mean, I I don't I, I love Santonio San
3: Antonio more. The Devin Smith of that team. That's while fair. Gonzo. That's fair. The KJ Hill. The I think possession, he's possession. Oh, that's fair. People. Yeah. People shit on K.J. Hill. And he, he was, was bad, amazing for what honestly, he did. For he what he one did, one of the best possession wide receivers. Slot receiver,
2: he's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I agree so, with that. Okay,
0: so you guys have named your three. I just want to name a few others that you may have forgotten. Okay. Chris Carter, number one. Number two, uh, I'd like to go, well, you mentioned it, uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, then I'd like to go three, Terry McLaurin. Four Dane Sandzenbacher. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so here's wow. the thing. And five, I'd like to go Ted Ginn. So, so there's just a few that you you got. I mean,
3: you got three, bud. It's so, an,
0: so here's an the, an here's, here's your hard. here's your knock. No, on. I, I'm not
2: naming Who my three. Your three. Let's named, hear. No, your I'm three.
0: just naming. Some others that you may have so, missed because so he, Chris Carter was a legendary
2: Ohio State wide receiver. He
3: was a legendary receiver in the NFL. I don't yeah. Don't think he was and receiver. at Ohio State. He was, State was good at
2: Ohio receiver. State. I think the challenge, so Chris Carter you could throw in there. I think the challenges for your Michael Thomas and your Terry McLaurin. They weren't good in college. Is, is I think if you had Ryan Day calling the offense for them, it's a much different story. But I, I think because of the offense they ran, you can't put him in that category. But I love both of those.
0: I'm ju- I just yeah. wanted to name some other great Ohio State name, wide had, receivers had, that we haven't yeah. talked about. Ted no, Kin
3: is a great. But to me, the 07 national championship it ruins just kills everything. It, it ruins everything. I know, I know it ruins
2: everything. It wasn't even his fault, though. It was. It, it was the he, guy I mean, who jumped on his back. I mean, he broke. It wasn't his fault, but it just ruins that entire yeah, team. It yeah. kills
3: his legacy. Yeah. 100%. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. Okay. So.
3: Pretty much in agreement there. Pretty too. much in
0: agreement, but it was cool to hear the different names that you know we've gone through in the years that we've been watching. Um, next, we've got the top three Ohio State quarterbacks of all time. Now, some examples for you guys, if you can't remember any for any reason. <laughs> number one, Braxton Miller. Number two, Joe Balserman. Joe Bowserman, <laughs> and number three, Steve Belisari. Oh wow. The lefty. Let me just tell you, Steve Belisari had Jonathan Wells Old as his Dewey back.
3: himself. Okay.
0: And oh, before we actually move on to this, one other wide receiver that I failed to mention that I did want to mention on here, Brian Rabisky.
2: Rabisky was good. He was solid, but he's not in he's the, not top but station. the same level as no. great.
0: Ohio state wide receiver.
2: I like Rubisco. cuz oh, we yeah. didn't
0: say that it, they're great NFL players. We're talking
2: But not Ohio. A, But even in Ohio State history, he never led the team in Holy catches. Holy
0: buckeye, he freaking caught
3: it. Okay.
2: Yeah, it doesn't
3: That's matter. one play. One play.
2: Uh, did we not win a national championship that year? You wait, Holy Buckeye with Purdue that was Michael Jenkins. Oh, I thought it was Robo. No, oh. it, was Robo my, was, it, was, it was my boy Craig yeah, Krenzel. Okay. Okay. Craig no, Krenzel I know it was Craig
0: that threw it, but I thought it was Robo yeah. that caught it.
2: No, no, okay. was no it, was, leader, it was but. Jenkins. Okay, yeah.
0: All right, that's that's the other.
2: The other. I don't think. I don't think he was there that year because the other re- receiver we had was Gamble playing both ways that Chris year. Gamble, yeah, I don't even Gamble, consider him I'm a wide receiver. I, know, I know, just thought of so him as a corner. He was ridiculous. Gamble fan. Yeah. Okay, so top three QBs all time. Oren, go ahead. So my top. My number one is Justin Fields, and I don't think it's close. Um, I'm pretty hardcore on that. Now, I think CJ has a chance to surpass him. But I think right now, like, Justin Fields is unbelievable. Um, Number two for me is probably Troy Smith. Um, I think what he did is pretty amazing. I know the 2007 National Championship, like gets it upset but he was unbelievable and then again i think if you're projecting out i think cj's way up on this list eventually i think i was wrong about him i'll be the first to admit after the first two games but i think he's going to be a stud um but i think number three for me is craig krenzel and I, it's it's again the clutch gene for me he's not going to have any of the stats but like the dude was unbelievable when you needed him to throw you know just holy buckeye fourth and one deep shot even the miami game everybody you know thinks about but it's like I remember like the back, like it was yesterday, sitting on a couch, pillow over my eyes, fourth and 12, corner route to Jenkins, just stud. So those are my top three. The fact that it was Craig Krenzel versus Ken Dorsey, and if you were to pick who was going to be
0: an amazing NFL quarterback, you would have everyone would have said Ken Dorsey. Yeah, and, and Krenzel had a great NFL, a
2: decent NFL career as a, yeah, them, <laughs> well, <I'm saying laughs> as a backup. Yeah, neither of them. I'm saying as a backup. As a backup, he was, sir, I mean. N- neither of them bears. panned out. In the NFL. But, I mean, and then also, the, the reason I think I give a nod to Krenzel, just though he might not have the, like, a lot of people say JT or Braxton. The reason I give Krenzel a nod, that 2001 Miami Hurricanes team is, it is the greatest upset in college football history. Oh. that team loaded with nfl talent right. is won, unbelievable won an Addy the year before e- well, espn unbelievable... they had three deep at every position that went on to be nfl studs
0: espn puts that as like the 25th greatest game of all time like yeah, well, it's not ESPN, even that game i know but on. i just think that's hilarious it's, they they still think the best game that's ever been played is the texas usc national championship oh, which was it was, was, a, it, which was a, a great bet, game that might be the best but game though i would put the ohio state miami game number 2 I just don't think it was as well
2: played. I think the Texas Miami like it depends on what you care about. Like the Texas USC game is one of the most unbelievable games I've ever watched. Yeah, so I I great. think that one still is and and it was a big upset. Um I still think the Miami Ohio State upset is better because of all the NFL talent you had, but I'll let you go Sean.
3: Uh So to me it's easy. Uh top is Justin Fields.
0: Um could, Okay. We have to stop because I was expecting that
2: you guys would hopefully be opposites. Well, and you these just go, every we can, goddamn we can, thing. We can go on number two and three. Maybe we can right. argue These a
3: questions, bit. I mean, quarterbacks at Ohio State, honestly, those haven't been our strong points. Yeah, so. if you
2: were to do running backs, I think it's different. Yeah. I think if you were to do, like, wide receivers is tough because you, you're you not taking into account pro. Like, right. if you're taking into account pro, it's obviously Chris Carter, but not at Ohio State. Yeah.
3: Uh, I, I think I will have a controversial one in here because my honorable mention. You didn't
0: even name two or three. Yeah, what's two or three?
3: Well, I'm gonna tell you.
0: But you went from one to honorable. Mention. So
3: Justin <laughs> Justin Fields number one. Number two, uh, I'll go Troy Smith. Number three, Haskins.
0: Okay. So fifty
2: touchdowns, fifty-two.
3: Well, here's this season. here's why though, and I'll explain my think my. Thinking behind who's your honorable
2: mentioner? Are you going to do us explain your thinking on that too? I will, okay. Yeah, right, so
3: Haskins was the first time as an Ohio State fan and watcher of Ohio State that I could say this dude is the best passer that I've ever seen play for the Buckeyes. Uh, I mean, you got to think of the quarterbacks we had before him JT Barrett. Terrell Pryor, Braxton Miller, Joe Bowserman, like Troy Smith.
0: Do not accurate. forget about Justin Zwick.
3: <laughs> Justin Zwick. Now, in there, you have Troy Smith, accurate, okay? But they didn't have the, cannon, the cannons with the accuracy that Dwayne – I've just – something that stands out for me between Haskins is I'd never seen a quarterback throw the ball like that for Ohio State before him in my fandom. So that's why I put him number three. Now, number four for me, which are uh, honorable mention may be contentious, but I got to put him on there. Cause he's my favorite Buckeye player of all time. And it's Braxton Miller, because if Braxton Miller was at the quarterback position, you had a chance to win the game, no matter who you were playing period. And it, it's kind of like the clutch factor that you're talking about. Uh, and then the fact that he for the team switched and went to the wider I'm wide receiver position just speaks volumes to me so it's very subjective Braxton Miller's my one of my favorite players of Ohio State all time but Justin Fields Troy Smith Dwayne Haskins that's my thinking
2: so i i can i can get around that i think Dwayne's struggle for me was the reason I wouldn't have put him – I think he could be an honorable mention because I think it's true. I think it changed – I mean, we didn't talk about it, but it's like I'm a – Ryan Day is the man. Like, I don't get anybody criticizing him. Like, he's unbelievable. Um, that offense with him was the first time we've had, like, this is – like, quarterbacks and receivers are going to want to come here and look what Hartline's doing. It's ridiculous. Um, I would have put him as my number four because I think he changed the trajectory of what Ohio State could be. Braxton's interesting. I love Braxton, but I hated him at quarterback because I hated Urban Meyer's like I same with JT. I love JT as a man and like what he did, but it was I hated Urban Meyer like the Michigan State game. It's like right. fourth and one. What are we gonna do? We're gonna run right like quarterback out. So I like Braxton. I think I just hated him at quarterback because of the way Urban Meyer called the game. That and I drove can me understand insane. That. So but I yeah. like I like I get what you're saying about Braxton because I like him as a person, a playmaker. I just hated the way we, we we relied on him so much. That it was like I feel like there was other ways to win games, yeah. but I can understand that.
3: And here's the thing: I just can't act like I've gone back and watched a ton of old Ohio State quarterback tapes. I gotta go off of what I've seen. No, that's and fair. And what I've seen is basically Troy Smith onward.
2: So I remember the 2001 national title pretty vividly. So that's or why Craig I went. Krenzel yeah, onward. so Krenzel, Sorry. but yeah. Yeah. that's the only reason. I mean, he's always had a soft spot in yeah. my heart because it was. But yeah, that's fair. Okay,
0: let's not forget a few quarterbacks that we did not name: Kenny G, Cardale Jones.
2: Okay, not, not consistent. Was enough, not named, but he won did. a national championship. Cardale will always have a special place in Buckeye fans' hearts because right. he'll bring us the next great. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Secondly, Joe Germain. Nobody talked about him. Uh, Rex
0: Kern, also another great quarterback. What about
3: old Artie?
0: I was just getting to Lee's. Just got out of hey, jail. I know this year. Let's not forget about Les
2: Horvath. Okay. Where's Kenny G? Kenny G's a. He's also got a special
0: player on my heart. Kenny Kenny G's on the list, but then let's also not forget former Ohio State quarterback, also former LSU quarterback Joe Burrow was a Buckeye at one point. Well, that don't count. We didn't. didn't I do love Joey B, though. And let's also not forget about Kirk Herbstreet. But
3: wasn't Kenny G like the QB coach for Houston? He He was. was. Yeah.
2: Well, Kenny G was also like the greatest backup in the history of college oh, yeah. football. Yeah. like I mean, you who don't is this come guy- in and just destroy Troy, Wisconsin yeah. like, like he did. Who is this guy just throwing touchdown passes all over the place? All
3: right, let's get so some So those were just going. a
0: few yeah. that we did forget. I just wanted to put that out there because they are some greats. Okay. Now, I put this question on here, uh, but then I was like, you know, there's so many NFL players that have ever played the game, it's going to be hard for you guys to decide – you know who really is the greatest NFL player? Because the question was, is Brady the best NFL player of all time? I think I don't, you can get into
2: a good debate with that, though, if you wanted to use it. But I don't know if we'll agree. Or not, I know, though. but the
0: thing is, is I think we're gonna have a problem thinking of all the great NFL players of all time. That would f-
3: turn into a just correct. Well, what about? Well, what about? So
0: I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna alter the question slightly here, okay? And it's gonna be Tom Brady or Terry Bradshaw. We're talking seven Super Bowls currently
2: to six Super Bowl wins. Who are you taking? Terry Bradshaw only has four. He has six. He has four. Are you sure? I'm positive.
3: Maybe six appearances.
2: It's maybe six appearances. Maybe it is six appearances. Yeah. He has four yeah. wins. Because the, the Steelers the Steelers just sw- got to six. Because the Steelers only have six Super Bowls, and Ben has two of them.
0: Let me just confirm.
2: He might have six appearances. I don't know. You, ability. I think you might
0: be right on that. I just he only has four wins, But though. I could have swore – I just looked at six. I'm just going to
3: throw this out there. Correct.
0: You're, you're, you're right. It is four, but I don't think anybody else besides Tom has more anything. than four. Correct. So yeah, that's right. I'm still going to go with the question because I thought it was six, but Brady seven or Bradshaw with four Brady. No question. Yeah. <laughs> this might not be. It's this not a question. Terrible. Okay. Yeah.
3: Cause I mean, yeah, there's no question there.
0: Okay. On to the next question. Tiger Woods versus Jack Nicholas. Now, some information and facts that I want you guys to know about. Tiger Woods, 82 PGA Tour wins. Jack Nicholas, 73 PGA Tour wins. Tiger Woods, 15 major victories. Jack Nicholas, the most of all time, 18 majors. Tiger, five Memorial Tournament wins. Jack Nicholas,
2: two Memorial Tournament wins. Oren, who's so, the better golfer? so this is my goat criteria um i think i would pick tiger and the reason why is my goat criteria is if i got one tournament to win at their best who do i think's doing it and i don't think anybody's beating tiger when he's at his best so i think jack is amazing i think it's 1a 1b um jack obviously has the career majors i think the one stat you didn't throw in there is i think he's got something like 18 also second place finishes in majors and then like 35 top threes i just or something. wanted to give the main stats no you're good the viewers so, so there's a you- bunch of stuff in there but i would say tiger is the goat because i think that it, if you give me one tournament and i say i got to put a hundred thousand or a million dollars or two million dollars online i think i'm winning with tiger
3: Sean's going to fucking go, Tiger, and I can just feel it. I want to disagree so bad.
0: I knew it. and it's, But I can't, dude. I don't know if there's any question I could have asked this evening so that you would have differed on. You're actually the same well, person. It's <laughs> not what I was expecting. Here's
3: my argument because it's different from his. Okay. So I don't understand why I like golf and I know players more. I don't know as much. I wasn't watching golf 10 years ago. I wasn't watching golf 40 years ago. But I know that winning in any sport that you look at. Is tough. Winning more recently, consistently, is tougher than winning consistently in older generations. I mean, it's the same. It's just like how people forget about MJ versus Kareem. And it's MJ versus LeBron now. Now, people – MJ versus LeBron would argue MJ's – Can we not
2: talk about that?
3: MJ's era. Can we
0: not talk about
3: that? What? Can we not talk yeah, about let's that? let's not go to that. Let's not go to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so oh, maybe geez. Just are we going to bring up a sword? Maybe subject. just
0: avoid that. Either,
3: so, I'm, my argument is Tiger's era that he played in was tougher to win consistently than it would have been for Jack back in the day. So –
1: I would like to disagree so with that I as would, the
2: moderator. I was going to say, I would disagree with that to be – to. so if you're not a golf like – Yeah, you, I'm if you, probably wrong. And that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's fine. I would say – so Tiger really only had Phil he was competing against in his time and then a couple other guys that just didn't win a lot. But David they were Duvall. Good, David Duvall, Vijay Singh, like great players, Ernie Els, but like they didn't have the legacy – like jack actually did go up against like arnold palmer who also Seve had sevy like arnold sevy and gary, gary player, player who all won like tom m- watson who all won like nine majors or more and tiger only didn't have anybody win majors other than phil who's got six phil and ernie but phil but ernie only has like uh, what like one ernie, or two ernie has 5 i think oh does he yeah are you sure about that i'm
0: going to confirm
2: I thought he only won like a British and a PGA.
0: No, I think he has multiple.
2: Maybe a a U.S. Open. I don't think he has more than five. I don't think he has more than three. But anyway, so the only disagreement I have is I think Jack played against more elite players. But I do think Tiger, the depth of the field currently is better than it was back then. So I think there's more elites in Jack's day. But the depth of the field is better now, so So I think that's a valid argument.
3: baseline casual knowledge, I would agree with that. At their prime, the people that Jack had to play against
2: were as close to equal to him. Versus Tiger didn't have as many. Tiger
3: also has had to play against. I mean, I feel like he's just played against different people at their primes throughout his career. He has won it
0: in every decade of his playing career. So you're correct in that he's played against the Justin Thomas's one of masters. Which you know, I don't played think against makes David it better Duvall than and... Jack.
2: No. I think I, it
3: it equates it, which so, I don't I don't yeah, know it, enough it's, to talk into Again, I don't think it, I think but,
2: that I think that if you were to say consistently week in and week out, I think Tiger thought I've got three people that or two people that can beat me in this field. Yeah. I think Jack had four or five. I would agree. But I would tell you that I think that Tiger's excellence yeah. Is better than Jack's. I think Jack's biggest attribute is his longevity. Yeah. Because Tiger just hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's had some personal right. stuff. So I, I think like I mean the two thousands yeah. the two thousands Tiger was ridiculous. He was winning like two and a half majors a year. That I mean this open against Rocco mediate
0: yeah. with a torn ACL. That's and, so and I would
2: I would also say that different than Jack, and now grant we don't have as much video, but I think even Jack would acknowledge this. The other reason I think you picked Tiger is I don't think I've ever seen Tiger miss a putt that he had to make. But do you think Tiger could hit a one iron? Well, but but that's what I'm saying. But like, and anybody who plays golf knows it comes down to making putts. Right. And Tiger's most iconic moments are him making a putt that no one thought he could make or to hitting, win, hitting a super tight shot. I mean, if you well, look at that one, oh,
0: well, I forget what what tournament it was, but he literally had to hit a shot in the dark. Yeah, and yeah. he hit like that eight iron from 190 yards to two feet. Yeah. Like,
3: Question to two golf guys also, though. You put Jack and Tiger on the same course now as opposed to the courses that Jack was playing on. So I still think then. Jack
2: – I don't think people realize Jack was equally as long as Tiger was back in his day. So you give him the same equipment, Jack yeah. would have no problem. I was going to say okay. that's
0: the thing you have to think about is the equipment. If if Jack had the
2: equipment that Tiger used, Jack Jack was if you go back and look at the so that's a good question. John Daly but, is longer than both of them. Yeah, but if you but if you go, <laughs> that's but, hard to also, believe. But yeah, the, he didn't have the exactly. he didn't have the iron percentage that Jack Correct. and Tiger did. Correct. But like if you look at Tiger's average distance compared to the average field at the same time, him and Jack are very similar in that way. So I don't think that's as big of a thing. I think for me, Jack's the, or Tiger's the most clutch putter we've ever seen. Right. And I think that's where he takes Jack in a tournament. That's where I would Yeah.
3: All right. Well, there's us making an argument out of a non-argument. There you go. I, I like that. I, ap- shit, I appreciate
0: so. that. I do want to say Ernie L's four major victories. Okay. A 2002 and 2012 Open Championship yep. and a 1994 and
2: 1997 U.S. Open Championship. Okay. So he's never won the PGA. I knew he won the British. Correct. I did. I thought he won a U.S. Vijay Singh has three major
0: championships, a Masters and two PGA Championships, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty wild.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Vijay would like th- that's the thing with like Phil. When you compare like all time greats, like f- if Phil didn't have Tiger, like how many <laughs> would he have won? Oh, in an <laughs> unreal amount. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, he's no one's gonna. We look at the current players today; they won't win forty times.
0: I'm actually. I'm just gonna keep going on my list. I'm gonna save the best one for last. But I'm gonna keep,
2: <laughs> I, I I'm gonna see keep going. see why you made me cancel. That I'm
0: gonna one. keep going here now. Uh, next one here: Does Pete Rose belong in
2: the Hall of Fame? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, okay, skip that. Uh,
3: next, I'm one. sorry. Off field shit doesn't. So affect I would outlet. even. Ar- okay. We can
2: maybe make this argument. What about he Barry was gambling on his own team? What about Barry Bonds? No,
0: I th- I think no. that Barry Bonds. So I would in. say yes. I think he does belong in because it's still hand eye coordination. You can't. Teach no, no. That. So here's my. We can maybe well, go to this here's one. Here's my. Go to, I you can do your rebuttal.
3: hate baseball and I know a thing about it. But, but you were making a argument against. I was comparing it to Pete Rose versus Barry Bonds. Pete Rose, all field shit that didn't affect Correct. on field Correct, like play. Babe Ruth
2: was a terrible person off the field. Yes. And we, yes, agree.
3: Yes. Barry Bonds literally fucking taking steroids
2: well but so was everybody but else. so that's my okay, argument so yeah i don't care so fucking that's my put him in. yeah I don't give that's a shit. that's my argument is jeff bagwell was taking steroids yeah. craig biggio yeah, was taking steroids.
3: jose Canseco didn't so take fucking my my argument my argument is for so bonds, yeah put him in yeah my
2: argument know. for bonds is he was better than everybody else and they were all taking steroids and so was he so he still belongs in right because you're you're putting other people in who you say you don't think took steroids, but everybody was. But let's just
0: say this for example. Does Barry Bonds, is he considered one of the greatest baseball players to make the Hall of Fame if everyone intentionally walks him that entire season after he hits 30 home runs and he doesn't get to 72 or 74 or well, that's whatever what it was? He, I mean, that was incredible. I like, know, but yeah. besides that, he was just a regular baseball player. No, Mark if, McGuire was a better home run hitter than him prior to that. Yeah, but he also but he was hit also 330. I, but I'm saying, like, if he wasn't hitting a home run, he was striking out. He didn't hit. You mean, Mark or Barry
2: Bonds? Barry Bonds. No, go look at Barry Bonds' stats. Well, yeah, when he, he was, was young and small. Yeah, but even when he was older, he was still hitting, like, 330. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, go look. His career batting average, he's, like, 300. He was unreal.
3: Yeah. confirm this. I know Go nothing ahead. about Very baseball. Go pretend ahead. I know what career. the fuck I'm talking about. He
2: was, he was still an unbelievable hitter. He didn't do average. the strikeout. Like, Mark McGuire's career average is like 250. 298. Okay, so a little less yeah. than 300.
3: Oh, wow. Point zero. Go look at Mark McGuire. He was Sheesh. like 250. What do we got for Mark the next one? Maguire. Yeah. Hold on. We got to disagree on something. literally He's asked like eight questions and we've disagreed on one. Well, we've disagreed on rankings. 263 like, for McGuire. Yeah, so just yeah.
0: barely under. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. I thought this was going to be way better, but there's just not enough argument. And Jesus, argument. it
3: just okay. happens that everyone, this is a, the guys this is who another, think they're right all the time, right, right, are right, right all the yeah, time. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so
0: this is a non sports question before we get to the final one, which is a sports debate. Okay when you're giving somebody directions okay or saying how you know you're trying to go from place to place do you tell them oh it's x amount of miles away or it's 10 minutes away are you time or miles time
3: time i God, think that's a um, midwest thing dude yeah probably yeah
0: from what i was reading online I thought it's more you were
3: going to ask me if you give them like it's more of a, like uh, a landmark left or rights or cardinal direction from from what i was military reading in me gives him cardinal from, directions from what i
2: was so reading i would out. give him like landmarks like that would be the way i would do it because that's the way i remember things i could understand like, that is like
3: to me i'm saying you're taking a north or you're then oh, you're so, taking a west yeah so
2: i wouldn't do that i would do like hey you're going to take it to like the gas station the su- like the speedway on the right and then you're going to hang it right like that's how i would do it i could understand i should have yeah. just let you guys come up with the Debate questions
1: that you
0: disagree right. on.
2: And it I know.
3: We figured it out where we disagree. Okay, I'm really bit.
0: hoping that this final one may Probably cause potential debate, but I doubt it's going to. The final one is Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Now, some examples. Michael Jordan, six NBA titles. LeBron James, four NBA titles. MJ, fifth on the all-time scoring list, 32,292 points. LeBron James, third. On the all-time scoring list, 36,319 points. LeBron has played in the league 19 years. Michael Jordan, 15
2: years. Go. So this gets back to my same debate of I like I love to hate LeBron, but I give him credit where credit is due in the sense of his longevity and consistent excellence is pretty amazing. However, my... Goat argument is if I got to win one game, who am I going with? And it's no question, Michael.
3: I fucking hate LeBron. Yeah. So, I hate him. The, So if I
0: would have changed the question to MJ versus Kobe, would that have changed? It's still not a
2: Kobe. It's, it's not close. I feel,
3: to me, it's closer.
2: Oh, I don't think it is. I just. So okay, I hate, here we go. Here we go. I Who's hate, better than Kobe or LeBron? That's
0: the new question.
3: LeBron's better. LeBron is better. God, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: done. This this podcast sucks. <laughs> just so I thought so, for sure that would cause so, an argument. So here's, cause I just here, here's, here's,
2: here's Here's maybe maybe the argument you could get into. So if you do like so, because I have a pretty strong opinion on this, best point guard of all time,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, John
2: Stockton.
0: That's a joke. It's not. All time leader and assist. So, What's a point guard supposed to do?
2: So I would I would put I would say it's Steph
0: Curry. Steph his, Curry. His wow. career's not even over.
2: I think it's Steph Curry. I think
3: I would argue against that.
2: So who would you say?
3: Jason Kidd.
2: Jason Kidd? Yeah. Over like Magic? I mean, I know we didn't watch Magic, but like we can
3: Here's what I'm, I'll tell you my thought okay, process behind fine. Jason yeah, Kidd. So, assists, I what I look for in a point guard on the floor, right? Assists, points, floor general. Okay. And points when he needed it. Okay. All like up there in all time assists. Yep. And floor general. Became a coach, was a successful coach, obviously with good players. But
2: that's the only way you win in the NBA. You got to have good players. It doesn't matter how good of a coach you are. Like Popovich, even though he's annoying, he's a good coach, but when he doesn't have good players, he doesn't win. But it doesn't mean he can't coach. But yeah, go ahead.
3: So I look at guys like Jason Kidd. I'd put him up there because that's the first thing that popped to my mind. Yeah. But the Jason Kidds, the Steve Nashes, the ball distributors who could get the ball in the players' hands that need the ball to win the game. So John Stockton is They're, not on your
2: list. He should be up there. He's, he's up there. there. Yeah. I
3: mean he's getting the ball to fucking uh, Carl, Malone. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Pick and roll. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm literally the greatest shooting so, guard of all time. So my. But
3: I would. Steph Curry is a scorer. I can't put him now. If I'm going to put, you're going to ask me for the best shooting guard. But Steph's Steph Curry not is a shooting
2: guard. Him. But so here's my here's my. Here's my rebuttal to that on Steph. Okay. So I think the game has changed to where the Jason kids of the world don't exist anymore as a point guard. So my argument for Steph is. But n- then,
3: it, what? My question is, what does but, the position matter?
2: Why are well, we? Well, so 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 are it, we
3: saying best guard of all time? No, 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 no. Or well, best point guard. So
2: I would still say point guard. But let me just like repeat. Like, let me finish the. So I think the game has changed to where you need to shoot more at the sh- at the point guard because that's just the way the game is. But I think your same thing still apply. So you say score when you need to. Steph can obviously do that. He was he's better at it than kid, right? But like that's not your entire thing. So assists. Steph still for a score, averages a lot of assists. I think he's like seven and a half a game or something crazy. So he still does that. And then your floor general aspect. So I would take it a next level to, like, think about, like, we would probably agree on quarterback, right? The reason that they're the leader, right? They're your leader on the floor. Like, they get everybody in the right positions. Steph is, I think LeBron is the greatest person, like, even better than MJ at, if you want to build a team, who is the one person you want to build around? It's LeBron because he does everything, right? Right. Steph is the greatest leader we've ever seen in, in, in professional basketball. Mm. And here's my reason why I'd say that. Name one other superstar that recruits a player that's probably better than him and Kevin Durant and seamlessly makes it work. Chris Paul. So I think Chris Paul is a good leader. I love Chris Paul. I, I would agree with you on that. But I, he also doesn't agree with He doesn't get every... Like, no, not everybody loves to play with him. Yeah. So, like, Steph Curry... Even Kevin Durant, now that he's left, he won't say anything bad about Steph. He talks about the organization. So, like, my view on your floor leadership is I think Steph still has that. It's just different in today's age than when Kid was there. But I think Steph's the greatest leader we've ever seen because he's so selfless. I would like,
3: argue against your assist argument only because...
2: I mean, he still averages a decent... Well, dec- no, I'm yeah, not but, saying yeah. he
3: doesn't average,
2: but... It's not the main part of his game. What's
3: the easier assist? Passing to Clay Thompson, who can hit from almost anywhere on the floor, to to playing the kind of basketball that Jason Kidd was playing and getting the assists that he was getting, because yeah, Kenyon Martin, you're, <laughs> well, Kmart, yeah, but the, but I would also say, if look you- at the offense that Golden State's running and the points they're scoring. It's a lot easier to get assists in that offense than it was that Jason Kidd was getting in the offense that he was running.
2: So I potentially I also think that the the Warriors' offense. I mean, I'm a Warrior. I like watching the Warriors because I think it's the way basketball is supposed to be played because it's ball like, ball movement, picks and screens, moving around. It's not the you know Lebron dribble, 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 fade away. Yeah. Um, but I think you would. I think with Steph, even though like maybe it's more spread out, and you would say it's easier to accumulate multiple assists. But I think if you go back and look at a lot of Steph or Clay's buckets. Clay's assists are actually coming from other players because they're they're guarding Steph on the other side, and I think a lot of Steph's assists actually come from him doing pick and rolls. So I I agree with you if you look at it on the premise, but I think if you were actually go back and look when you watch, I think a lot of Steph is still doing the cool things that Kid would do, or somebody like a Stockton, yeah, or even like we didn't watch Magic, but you go watch, It's like Magic was amazing at that with well, like one Kareem. we haven't
3: talked about that. People often forget about while they hear the nickname, but they look at the stats, and it's unreal as Pistol Pete. Oh, he was Meridish. ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, absurd. So I think he's up there. But the offense that you're talking about, I feel like that lends itself more towards assist. Well, your
2: your assists are, are inflated because, because you're scoring more. That's fair.
3: Well, your shots are coming off of a pass most of the time, as opposed to the dribble, 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 fade away, the pass to the post. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Hook shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he I can, he would have understand. Had, he he would have had
2: he would have more to your point on the assist. He would have more assists that he's directly responsible for because you didn't have as many assists back in those days. So to your yeah. point, the volume of assists on a shooting in today's offense is more. I just think I think Steph is underrated from a leadership perspective because people don't understand for for an NBA player, especially in today's age. To be able to be like, yeah, Kevin Durant. Like we see it all the time. Right. Like Harden couldn't deal with having multiple stars. But is got Harden out. really a true point? guard? I feel like that's more no, I'm of saying an like a start thing, though. But I think it goes into floor general. I'm because I'm talking
3: about floor general.
2: But but I also think I thought was, we were talking about point guard.
3: Well, but, <laughs> but we are.
1: That's the floor I, general. But I, no, but, I, but you're I, supposed
0: to. C- you but I, combine I, them all into the same. That is
2: a point guard. But I think I think not f- just a floor general. I think off the court lends itself to bringing into the court because i think it's the same as like a quarterback like the reason we both hate today's
3: day and age the the, the reason it matters more but
0: you you can't forget about alan iverson then you were talking about off court he was literally people modeled their game and modeled wanting to get tattoos and wear sleeves and stuff well
2: yeah but steph has changed the game more than anybody else in the history
0: what about jason white chocolate williams (laughs) He's changed street you basketball. What, about, He's street what basketball. about
3: my boy from uh, White Men Can't Jump, Woody Harrelson? <laughs>
0: Let's <laughs> talk about some other great point guards of all time. Jesus. I mean,
3: come on now. I mean, Oh, man. I, I mean, mean, I think we're trying to create an argument out of an argument that's not there. Correct. Just for that's the fair. sake There's, of your great debate. There is a lot but... of
0: great point guards that have played in the NBA, and I think they each have a skill set. That is individual to the team they're on and the system that they're in. Right. Because I don't. If but you I put think, Steph yeah. on, on the
2: Kings, are is are they even a good team? Like, so I think that's where I would argue they are. Because I, I, so here it'd be my argument for quarterbacks. I think there is something about innate leadership. Like Brady is boring. He's the goat. There's no one. Ar- if you're arguing that, then you just don't know football. But the thing about Brady that I think everybody underestimates is there's never been a player Randy Moss hates half the people he talks to. He will never say a bad thing about Tom Brady. You've never had a player that's played with Steph. Like Matt Barnes, if you guys listen to like All About the Smoke, like yeah. loves loves Steph
1: Curry. See so like, but I Matt think Barnes also. Used argument, to hate, but so I used think, to hate I Kobe that,
2: Bryant and then he is obsessed with him. He literally tried to punch him in an NBA game. But I also think that like that's also has to do with like him dying and like other things like Yeah. But like I so to me I think that that gets under cuz if you've been in a locker room, like that matters and it does translate to the court or the field. Because if you don't like like a guy and you can't stand him You're still trying to do your job, but you don't have the chemistry. But
0: why does everyone love Steph Curry besides the fact that he hits one out of every four
2: half-court shots? So I think it's this—it's a personality of connecting with his with his. But you don't see him doing
0: anything with anybody outside of the court. But you don't see it. But I think it's there. I think there's a a connectability.
3: This likability thing.
0: It's not. I don't. I think it's he's not obsessed like with his family, which isn't a bad thing, and playing golf, and then I, sh- chucking the ball I, up from but 50 I don't
2: think you. Away. I just don't think you like you don't see anything with Tom Brady doing anything outside of football with his teammates. Oh, well, he does it with Gronk all the time. But that's a Gronk. That's one person. But every other person would swear by him. Like what? defensive players swear by. I him. know, but if
3: yeah, social media, Hernandez if, is vouched for him.
0: If social media was a <laughs> psycho, <laughs> if social media was around when Randy Moss was, I mean, um, it was in its beginning stages. But think about the videos that Tom Brady puts out right now after they win a game with him and Gronk, and they're like, oh, "We ain't going nowhere." Seven. If if that was around when him and Randy were playing, they would have done the same thing.
2: It's it's all a matter but, of, but no one does that with Rodgers.
0: Yeah, because nobody actually likes him. But that's he's a my point. Weirdo. He, his own family doesn't. We've, even but like we've already him. talked about this. But that's, but that's my.
2: But that's my point with likability. Like there is something. I know, to be but that's so, what I'm
0: saying. What have you seen from Steph Curry that shows that? Just
2: listen to all players talk about him.
0: But yeah, but half of them haven't even played with him. They're like, it's sweet because he shot it from no 50 feet no, one, and he they made just, it. They
2: talk about how like it's there's a there's a simple fact of again as a leader you don't have to know everybody, but it's how he makes you feel. But people said, I mean, I have a question because not people said that about Michael. Debate. Go ahead.
1: Between, yeah, everyone that played with us, Michael enjoyed of, him,
2: and no, there's a lot of people that hated. But Michael. they were like, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have been good. Yeah, but they didn't like
0: playing. They said them. the same thing about Kobe. Agreed. Based, and they say the same thing about LeBron. Agreed, but
2: they don't like him. All right,
3: correct. I we may have a disagreement here based off of what I've heard from you.
0: Okay, Oh, lord.
3: So 90s NBA basketball. Yep. First. NBA basketball. Let's say of the last ten years,
2: like which is better?
3: Which which do, would you rather watch? Nineties basketball today. Today,
2: so I, I, there's elements that I wish would change, but today's basketball is much better basketball. Mm, I don't know. I don't want to watch Dwayne Wade jumping into somebody to get a foul call. So <laughs> I'd <laughs> rather
0: watch him jump into somebody to get a foul call and then they he lands on the ground and then they fucking
2: clock him in the head and it's not even a <laughs> so pe- here's the not thing. even a foul here's the they're thing. like just separate if the the, the reason <laughs> get I, some water the reason i say I would rather like i would like to see the 90 like i would like to see a, a, a morph i think the skill is significantly better today I, okay right. and so i think that's the challenge of all things like you go watch like go watch the bulls versus the knicks no one on the knicks could shoot they like, literally just punched people. That's what I'm saying. It's so, like I don't want to yeah. watch that because it's not like Here's fun. Here's the thing, though. Yeah.
3: And this is my argument. I got two arguments, so I'm a '90s guy. Okay. I actually have watched old I'm a 90s basketball. Guy. And my two arguments are: one, s- the skill is better, but I feel like the skill's more concentrated now. It's it's
2: more shooting. That's fair. Well,
3: no, shooting I'm and ball sa- handling. No, I'm saying. The skill is more concentrated to certain teams now.
2: Oh, you're saying like now now versus the 90s? Versus
3: the 90s. I would say it was more dispersed amongst the league in the 90s versus now. Now, let me say my second point before you rebut. So, my second thing that I hate, and it's kind of what you're talking about with Steph, about this league now, is everyone's all fucking buddy-buddy, man. I hate it. I want a rivalry. That's what sports are about. And my like I love the fucking Ohio State versus Michigan. Cowboys versus the Redskins. Like give me the rivalries, the true hate, the Duke versus North Carolinas, the that. There's none of that anymore. There's none of that. Literally Lance Stevenson blew in fucking LeBron James's ear and then went and played for the fucking Lakers the next year with LeBron James. I'm not gonna let that go. I fucking hate that aspect of the NBA. So I hate it.
2: I think your I think your points are fair. Um I would say I just think that it's it's a it's a better just product. Like, it's a better product to watch now. Just like I think if you go back to the nineties football and like today's football, like the roughing the passers drive me insane. And then, like, some of the touch-holding calls. But I think it's a better product to watch. Or targeting. Or targeting. We talk yeah. about that all the time in college football. Well, it's also Big Ten refs. Like, it I'm is. sorry, yeah. Gene, if yeah, you, you somehow... see it in any other So, Gene, big if you're listening to this, this is my pet peeve. So, I need to get in from the phone with Gene. Gene's a big follower. Here's the thing. Huge. Gene, Huge. you're an amazing recruiter of coaches. But you need to start pushing our weight around, and I'm telling you, if I don't even need Homer calls, I just need equal calls. Threaten to leave the Big Ten because we're the only thing that matters in the Big Ten. Right. We leave, the TV deal goes. Get get the officials under wraps, and Kevin Warren get his ass out of here. No, oh, don't no one go. want him? Don't no one gotta need go. him? Get he's him a garbage. He's garbage. Fucking absolute hot dog garbage. Water,
3: two days old.
2: Gene, you're the man, but you got to start pushing your weight around. Anyway but to go back so i think that the rivalry thing i think could be there in the nba now i understand your point on like rivalries is a good Every point time because I, I
3: think there's one they fucking joined teams
2: but so i still think you <laughs> have some me nuts, like, i still think you have some that are going to be there Where? But it's not a, where i mean the the where is the rivalry the, the cavs NBA versus right warriors now. was actually pretty big i mean that was there they didn't join then
3: we was, got that for one season
2: we got it for 3
3: uh, I don't. They weren't competitive for the first two.
2: You mean the the first and the last?
3: Yeah, they sw- they came. The, back the middle bad. one was a joke. Yeah, we can
2: we, may, we can get into that argument. I mean, you hate LeBron, so you probably wouldn't care. But that I was the biggest absolute homer job I've ever seen in my life.
3: But even then, that's Draymond Green that's, suspended. Even if you give him all three.
2: But I mean, it what was still some. There? It was no. That's what fair. Else is there? Yeah, that's fair. But I also think. Part of it is, I mean, it, it, there there is a there is a sense that the NBA player today is is a softer, like less, like so. I think the difference is, I mean, I can understand some of those points. I don't have a true rebuttal there. <laughs> yeah, I just you're, think the product. You're fishing I, right now, I'm fishing right now. I see it. I think the product is better, so that's why I would want to watch it. But I understand your rivalry points because I, I want that from to be a there. Pure basketball perspective.
3: Yeah. Your point. Yeah but from a entertainment the rivalry. I wish the rivalries fan were there perspective That's fair. Cuz you got to look at it two perspectives. You can look at it as the pure basketball perspective or the fan perspective. I think it's the from rivalry. The yeah, the rivalry. Fucking basketball socks right now. Dude. I think it's that's horrible. the
2: challenge is like even like football, it might be like you're not like just killing people out there on the field, but there's still rivalries. Like you still get that in football today that you yeah. don't get in basketball. That's fair.
3: Well, that was a hell of a debate.
1: You got to get some better I, questions. I'm sorry. The I'm
0: sorry. It wasn't. A, I. I mean, that's literally 14 topics that I thought. Okay, we have to at least get half of these, and I think you guys disagreed on three. One. Wait, three. It was one. No, it was three.
3: Would we disagree? Oh, the golf one where I didn't know shit. Well, actually, we agreed on the golf one, yeah. but
2: and then, we had some minor disagreements on the golf one, but nothing major.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was only a few. Pineapple on pizza was the biggest <laughs> argument we got the whole time, and that and one's clearly I had wrong. Another one in the queue, but I'm not even gonna do it because it's probably gonna be the same. <laughs> so we might
2: as well just, just wrap call her her up. it a call day, it a night. honestly. Well, I just like to say before we jump off, I was it was it was a joy to be on with you guys. I know oh, yeah. nothing about the restaurants or the beer, but it was fun. Hey, it was okay. awesome. So thanks for the invite. If, Much appreciated. If we
0: would have known what you actually want to drink. I mean, I have got, I've got bourbon up there if you're a bourbon Well, yeah, guy but this we isn't could... a, you guys do
2: the beer thing. So I know, I gotta, but we could have switched I gotta, it join, I to a bourbon soda. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, I'll, I'll be a chameleon. I'll join in next all right. time. Appreciate that.
0: But no, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. We literally always want to talk sports stuff, but we're like, eh we're not a sports podcast, you know, we try not to do it because Sean knows a few people who run a sports podcast, and we obviously all listen to sports ones. But I was like, I just need to get some things off my chest, you know, it's talk fair. about it's some sports. And I was like, there's nobody better to talk with than Orin because it would be a great sports segment, even though there was – I feel like you and I would have argued more than you and Sean. 100% but I argued thought, more. I thought that you two both being debaters and arguers – would have disagreed on more, but that just goes to show you, I think you guys are really the same person.
2: (laughs) Well, I think it, I think it more what Sean said. I think when you're right, you're right. And everybody else who's wrong just thinks they're right, but they're not
0: right. Well, and I, the truth, the truth comes out. It always does. It always does. Yeah. Yeah, There's, there's no, it it doesn't, but thank you for coming. We appreciate it. Um, one last time, uh, I do want to remind everybody, if you haven't already find us on social media, uh, Columbus Uncut on Twitter, on Instagram. We have a Discord page. Um, I'm gonna put the link tree in the. (laughs) Just fell into the couch. Uh, gonna put the link tree in here uh, on the show notes. Um, so if you guys want to find our merch on our Teespring page, join that Discord, find us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, find out places to listen to our episodes. Spotify, iTunes, RSS.com. Uh, feel free to check it out. Um, but another great episode, boys. And uh, looking forward to doing a couple more. So, Oren, thanks again. Appreciate it, man. Sean, send us out.
3: All right. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you follow all those things. And uh, we'll see you next week on
1: uh, Columbus Uncut. I don't need you to know.